please, is your dad here? Jesus, Lewis. I'm real sorry to see you like this. Lewis, I, I, I don't even know where to begin. You should tie one on with me, eh? Lewis, I don't need a beer, I need help. I need your, your, your phone or maybe your truck. Can't give you any of those things. I, I, I can't help you at all. Why not? Because in order for me to help you, you would have had to have left. Left what? Your house. You never did. I never left. You never left. Your house! Listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 126. Welcome to the Buzz Kill Podcast, where today. Should I stay or should I go? That is the question. It's also a great song. It's also a great band, and it's also a great question. Who's the, there's a band called Should I Stay or Should I Go? No, I mean the band who does the song, Dummy. Oh, that was the Beatles, right? Yeah, it was the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Paul. Again, <laughs> this week. <laughs> can I be Paul from now on? Come on. No, you cannot be Paul because Paul is dead. Paul oh, is dead, mate. I'm Justin. What's happening? <laughs> also, if you're Paul from now on, then it ruins that joke. <laughs> that continues to be funny for some reason. In a year, it's going to be like, I'm Justin. No, you're not. <laughs> Paul. Uh, Knock it off, Paul. All right. What's up, you guys? Not, not too much. Lot. Not a whole lot. How you guys doing? I'm doing good. Doing well. Thought I was getting sick last night. Uh-oh. Turns out. I'm not. Just not. It just that was. Thought, a... I, thought I was getting an ear infection. Oh God! Right. Those did suck. the old did the old uh, peroxide trick though? Oh yeah. Cleared it right up. Really? Yep. Why did you think it, you're, was it hurting or something? It was hurting on and off all day yesterday. So <sighs> I uh, threw some peroxide in my ear, let it sit for about ten minutes, and then drained it. And then a beetle crawled nothing, out. Nothing. Right. <laughs> oh. Oh God! Have did you, you seen, seen the don't video? Talk to me. Oh, oh God! I don't talk seen the to video. me about things and ears. All right. I, oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> actually, I, gotta, I, I meant to send it to you. Have you seen that video of? Uh, it's like um, a, a tiny camera that's going in an ear canal, and they're just clearing like wax, just a crazy amounts of impacted wax out I, of this guy's ear I canal. Did, yeah. And then they finally reach in there and they pull like a full size cockroach. cockroach out. Okay. Of it. Oh, I was having God. trouble seeing what it was, but so gross. Oh God. So gross. It's How does that even happen? Too. I don't know other like, countries, man. Like, like it's gotta be right. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, you just like sleep, sleeping in bad conditions or yeah. something, and yep. I should have had them right take a there. video of mine. For the for the listeners who don't know, I had a live moth fly into my ear the immediate second I stepped outside, <laughs> and it was started in my head, went all the way up against my eardrum, and was going <laughs> fluttering its wings about every ten seconds. Now, did you see it when they pulled it out? Was it oh, a big, yeah. was it pretty big or it was, was it just one of those average size brown moths? Just, okay. Like the quarter-sized ones, or like the not like like the like the big gypsy moth. Yeah, okay, it, like okay. it was like the kind from uh, from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. actually the Mothman. Yeah. It, was, it was the whole Mothman flew into his ear. People wondered why he went silent for a few years. Is because he was in Justin's ear. <laughs> Man, that was that was crazy, and I wished that up on no one. So. Oh God, that's that's horrifying. Two hours of that fluttering till they finally got it out with the the ER and. 
Yeah. It, just like it, having a living creature in your ear is just the... It's like that... I know you've watched that Monsters Inside Me show before. No, I can't watch oh it. No, God. I've seen it. I can't watch it. Just awful. There, there's one thing that grosses me out more than anything else. It's that. Living like, things li- inside oh. of your... Yeah. <laughs> like like the people that get the worms in their eyeballs. Uh. And like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, the uh, last year, Jansy Pants, uh, a guest on our show that's been here a few times that you guys know, had uh, the same thing happen to him, but it was with a Japanese beetle this past summer. Really? Oh, those, those things are like, oh, those things bite too. Yeah. He, was, he was standing in line at some ice cream shop, and all these family in front of him, they're getting like attacked by him, and they're he's, he's laughing. He's like, "Look at these idiots over here! They're <laughs> running around and stuff." And then it flew inside his ear, and it started biting him inside his ear. Oh. And he said he's never he never curses when he gets in pain mm-hmm. from stuff, and he was just swearing up a storm. And by the time they got to the ER, he was able to finally shake it out of his head, but oh it, he still got checked out, and it was all swallen and bloody, bloody from bites. Yeah, it was it was bloody disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Japanese beetles are dicks. They yeah. look like because uh, they they look like um, ladybugs, ladybugs, kind of mm-hmm. right, just yeah. without the spots. Ladybugs bite too, though. Do they? Yeah, I've never been bitten by one. They bite. I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. No, you might be right. Not very ladylike. <laughs> or, I mean, I mean. Unless you want it. See, that's what I thought. I, I was always told uh, ladybugs don't bite in that because the Japanese beetles look so similar. That's mm. what people think they are when they were getting bit. Like, that's oh, what I heard when I was ladybugs. a kid, but I don't no. know the, the facts behind it. Well, Japanese beetles have like an iridescent sort of look to them, don't they? No, you're thinking or of... I, uh, I thinking of something different. Yeah, you're thinking of something different. Oh, they okay. actually do have it. It's just the half round like orange shell. Yeah. But there's just no... There's no spots on it like a oh, ladybug. Okay, I got you. It's weird. So it'll, what else is going on? It'll be on corrections for next year, <laughs> <Yeah>, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a, uh, a bug guy. What do they call What do you call the bug guys? The Exterminator? No, no, no. The, the actual name for the people that study bugs. Oh, um, uh, a bugologist. I don't bug- know. That'll, that will also be on corrections <laughs> no, there, for there's, next year. There's an actual like, technical <laughs> Entom- term. Entomologist? I, yeah, that, that, that sounds right. Hey, what's the difference between an entomologist and an entomologist? I don't know, James. What is? An entomologist would know. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dumb Uh, joke. It's a good joke. Look up the word etymologist if you don't know what that is. An etymologist is somebody who studies the ancient art of making kombucha. Yeah. That's it. Which is why they would know what the difference is. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, No, uh, last week's been kind of boring, just kind of hanging out. I saw you as, Doing a thing. as soon as uh, as soon as Jay said right at the intro, he said, "So what's going on, boys?" I saw your eyes dart over there. Oh my God, <clears throat> that was an early one. I'm sorry, you what dart, was dart over there. <laughs> I saw your eyes dart over there, so you should probably say what's sitting right there. Oh no, I I, uh, I Mike Mike got himself a little bit of hacked hardware. I did, I did. Um, I don't know. Is, is it illegal? Can is I talk it, about? I don't this? know. Is it illegal? I don't know. I got it off the black market. Oh no, Craig's black market. Did you get it on, <laughs> on, 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 on dark Craig's web? Dark Craig's web. <laughs> no, I've been uh, I've been selling off all my video game stuff. I used to be a big video game collector, and uh, it's all been sitting in my basement in boxes. So I figure I'm not doing anything with it, and it's just. I'd rather hit go to somebody else that can use it, you know. And the nice thing about when you collect stuff and you actually collect quality things is, when it comes time to sell it, it's actually worth a pretty penny. So, so, uh, so Mike is just flush with cash right now. I wouldn't now. say that I'm flush with cash. But, flush. Well, um, no, no, no. But point is though, I'm selling all of my actual retro games. And I picked up one of those, uh, those Super Nintendo minis, but this one is hacked and it has like every game from every retro system ever on it. So it's pretty <laughs> fantastic. But uh, it was cheap too. It wasn't. Wasn't anything crazy, so noise. But yeah, anyway, that's that's all I've been doing. Um, I have not been doing much. You know what I did see a couple times today, which um, 
I find a lot of joy in this. There's was like, it, was it your own dick? <laughs> <laughs> he finds joy in that. First time in a couple of years, I lost two pounds, so I could finally see it again. Um, no, you know how that the, there's people who enrich your life, like family and friends and stuff like that. There's one other subgroup of people who enrich my life, and it's um. Was it me? It, well, you're my friend, so Aww. and kind of family, you know. Aww. Uh, <laughs> It's people, first weather update for here in Michigan. Uh, We've been getting shat upon by Mother Nature. Mm, uh, mm. Just dumped on with snow and ice and like, and then. I feel like it's more like cummed upon. All the the white. Yeah, sort of, (laughs) yes. So Father Nature has been coming upon us. Uh, I love spotting people who who pretend that it's not cold out. Like Uh, twice, so twice today I saw dudes wearing shorts shorts and t-shirts walking into the store and walking back out of the store oh. and you can just see like they're they're trying to act all tough about it and stuff but you can see like that the look on their face where they have like definite pain behind their eyes yeah now, hold and on and today tr- wasn't even that cold <laughs> <laughs> right? you're you're one of those guys aren't you no i'm not you stand so, out at the bus stop in a t-shirt going no, it's fucking warm out here today but i saw one of those guys in in a worse condition so last week we had our polar vortex which was like negative 30 below zero or yeah, something it was right terrible and on that cold day, I was getting gas, and I had my all my long johns, sweatshirts, jeans, thermal insulate boots, hats, <laughs> scarves, gloves, the whole works, right? And I was still tightening down my hood over top of my head because it was so freezing. Mm-hmm. I look over, and some mid-50s guy standing there in basketball shorts and a t-shirt pumping his <laughs> gas, and I'm like, was he dead? This motherfucker. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> was he dead? Had he been there for like three days? Just, <laughs> he's just, the cold. just frozen at the pump. <laughs> I'm shivering. He's just standing there like nothing going on like man that guy is a badass i mean i know that there's people who are somewhat impervious to cold like there's that uh i think they call him the ice man like the guy that like go that that swims in like icy water yeah and stuff. He, he like ran a he, he ran like a marathon a, in antarctica or something like it's that it's a it's a weird mind over matter thing yeah like, th- those those kind of people until you die from <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I tell you what, those those kind of people that know how to control their bodies to the point where they can like actually slow their heart down mm-hmm. and blood pumps differently and like they they get control over their nerve it, it it almost makes you wonder if if you could train yourself to literally do anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just I don't know. It's just it's weird. Well, that guy. That guy. There's nothing super powered about that guy. He just he has in, insane control. It's like over he, himself. Yeah. To him, he said it's like all just like deep meditation. Except for when you think of deep like meditation, placebo. you it's think like, of like standing still. Placebo effect is it what just, it is. I don't get like it's, I don't get though how because he ran he ran a I think he ran 11 miles so it was close to a half marathon in like sub sub-zero conditions on an icy road mm-hmm. how do you like i i understand mind over matter and like making yourself not feel cold or not notice the cold but how do you how do your feet not get frostbitten aliens 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 i'm not saying saying it's aliens i'm not saying it's aliens <laughs> because that guy was uh, uh speaking of superpowers they had did you see that little uh i don't know if it was an episodic show but it was called like uh it's called like real superheroes Mm-mm. something like that they had the guy who could stretch his skin all oh, the way yeah. out and then that guy was on there too yeah and that was he's been on a couple of those shows yeah it's pretty fascinating it's really cool but i can tell that you can tell when you see the people who aren't those people because they just look they look like they're in pain but yep. they're trying to play it cool and you're like yep. dude just put on a hat <laughs> i'm not gonna call you a pussy because you're wearing a pair of gloves like <laughs> like frostbite's not cool it's not I a good not, look like you put on some long socks pussy <laughs> 
Look at this pussy. He's got long socks on. <laughs> oh my god. So um, that's just that. That's the yeah. wrong way to do things. <laughs> hey, speaking of the wrong way to do things, why don't we get into some corrections? That's fucking teamwork. Ooh, that was a nice high five. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, we got a couple uh, couple things we got wrong last week. Uh, let's see here. First of all, we were talking about smack and how you spent all of your child's Super Bowl winnings on smack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more specifically, honey smacks. And I asked you if you uh, knew. Yes. I asked you if you knew who the uh, mascot was, and I said it was Sugar Bear. Right. That's for sugar, sugar smacks, I'm guessing. That's no, no. Um, honey smacks. Uh, there's only honey smacks, not sugar smacks. There's not sugar smacks. Mm, nope. They're honey smacks, and the mascot for honey smacks is actually Diggum Frog. What? It's oh, a frog. Okay, yeah. Sugar Bear is the mascot for Golden Crisp. Really? Yes. Yes, sir. So there's no such thing as sugar smacks. No. Okay. Then they used to be maybe called sugar snacks, but there's only honey smacks now. Okay. So. Yeah. Weird, right? We're going to have to dig into that. What's his name? Dig'em Frog? Dig'em Frog. Okay. Can you dig'em? Can you dig'em, Frog? Yes, we can. (laughs) Um, And then also, we were talking about the Fiji mermaid, right? And we are talking about how the one that I saw looked like it was paper mache, basically. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, it's supposed to be the body of a fish that was like sewed together with the body of a monkey. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I dug a little bit deeper into this. Apparently, the very, very first one, the original one, Mm -hmm. um, that was going around uh, touring the freak shows (laughs) or whatnot, Mm -hmm. supposedly is thought to have been uh, lost in a fire. That that lost a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. It might have been from Barnum. I'm not sure. I think it might have been Barnum. I think there was a big yeah. fire where they lost a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. However, there were other fakes going around. Not other fakes. There was other versions of the Fiji mermaid going around that were always claimed to be real, but they weren't the originals. And there's actually three different places that I could find that claim to have the original Fiji mermaid. Okay. Ripley, Ripley's is one of them. Uh, there's a, a I believe it was a London museum that has another one. And there's one other place. Um, the one that I saw, they claim is the real one. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, if you look at it, and I really looked at the picture that I had, I'll post this on uh, on our on our Instagram page too, so you can look at it mm-hmm. and you can tell us what you think. It doesn't look like any part of it is real. Like, it looks like it's carved. It, yeah, because yeah. it's just because it's all one solid color, and it's all one solid texture, which yeah. is really weird. Yeah, other versions that I saw online looked a little bit more. Like, like the, they actually the have like some scales monkey, on like, them, and yeah, yeah. the mon- none of the monkeys look real though. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what's what. Like oh, it, so you couldn't find what the original was even like. I have no idea like which how one. They made it or anything. I have no idea which one was an original one, as far as pictures. There okay. might even be pictures of it for all I know. I right have on. no idea. But uh, anyway, that's that's that. All right. Uh, we were talking about the golden butthole mm. of uh, what Sterling Heights. Yes. Okay. And Jay, you said. Uh, Speaking of golden crisp. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, you. Oh gosh. Jay, you said that uh, it's just this giant golden ring, and it really has nothing to do with the city or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Court. Well, that's kind of what they're portraying in the um the they, Facebook page, and that I that's I think that's what I said. Just to correct, just to correct that a little bit, they do call that section of the city the Golden Corridor. The Golden Corridor. Which so that's sounds, why that's sounds, also what I call my hassle. So the Golden Corridor. <laughs> the go, I well, call no, mine the Golden Horridor. No, no, the Golden Corridor would be the your or, urethra. Golden Horridor. I like that. <laughs> golden Corridor would be your your uh, urethra, right? Which leads mm. to the the gold mm. butthole. Mm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> What's wrong with us? <laughs> uh, I also mentioned that I thought Richard Dreyfus was also in a uh, another Netflix 
movie recently. Yes. It is not Mr. Holland's Opus 2, Opus Harder, believe it or oh, not. Oh, it's not? No, it, it was called The Last because Laugh. I found, because I found a uh, movie poster. <laughs> Did you? That was a, Yeah, yeah. I'll, you? I'll also post, we'll, that, okay, on, we'll post on, that on the Instagram. <laughs> we're just going to... We're just going to start putting up a bunch of shit posts. Um, and then the last thing that I said was, uh, it seems unbelievable to me that Mads Mikkelsen and uh, Johnny Knoxville could be that close in age, or mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville could be portraying somebody who's older than Mads Mikkelsen in that movie. They're not yep. They're not too terrible. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is six years older than Johnny That's Depp. That's not bad. Or Johnny Depp. No, uh, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Knoxville's 47. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. And Mads Mikkelsen is 53. It's funny they're still talking about making a new Jackass movie. It comes up every now and then. Are they really? Can you imagine them all at like 50 years old, though, making a new, making new Jackass <laughs> stuff? Uh, they would be dead. I mean, they, they would literally be killing themselves. Steve-O still tours and does a lot of dumb shit. And yeah, he's, he's, he's sober, sober now, now yeah. too. He's doing this stuff sober, which is even nuttier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I could see him doing it. This, yeah, weird. <laughs> it, it would probably be their last. Oh God, I'm sure it would. Doesn't be. you said before? Doesn't Johnny Knoxville just he has like he has he has to calf all the time, yeah. right? Yeah, he's got. He much, as far as I know, he's got a permanent calf. He yeah. can't just piss. <laughs> no, he cr- he crushed his urethra. Oh my God! Wow. From my understanding, it was crushed the old golden corridor, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I could see them making their new video. They're like. Hey, uh, Steve, why don't you walk over to that other table and knock their bridge cards down on the table on the floor? <laughs> you know what, though? They could, make, they could make the Bad Grandpa movie for real this time. <laughs> suppose that's one, that's one you know, good part about it. I like uh, it. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for corrections. That's all you got? What? Yes. What? Oh, nothing. I was going to make a really bad joke. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make, make it. it. <laughs> you didn't have another correction, Michael? Uh, oh, Oh, I did have another correction. Thank you for reminding me, Jay. Oh gosh. Uh we did not. We 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 fucked Jay last week. And it Is felt it? good. How was that? How was that, that, that any different than any we, other week? We did the end of the show and we didn't let Jay give his uh plug for for Ocean Recording. We didn't? We didn't. Was so he? I don't know. We just we did our last thing and that was it. And Jay never came in and, and ended the show properly. So I told Jay we're gonna give him a double plug this week. Wait, Twice. like I never said if you want to find Jay Raj. Nope. Seriously, not it's not there. What the fuck? Right, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's the first time in 125 episodes. I know. So, without further ado, this week's sponsor of episode <laughs> 126 is our good friends at Ocean Recording. And I get to do one at the end still, too. Exactly. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll so see. we'll see if they sound the same back to back. Because these are live every week, but I, I say it pretty much the same way, right? Yeah. All right. All right let's you got it, it down. Let's give it a shot. All right. You got to say oh, what you uh, <laughs> I don't know how to come into it. I was like, what do I start with? If you want to find J-Raj. You can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording. And also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Music to the ears. Nice. I nice. can't believe we skipped that last we did, week. We I did. feel ashamed. Trust me, the, the, the shame is all on you. Because <laughs> you're the one that didn't throw it to him. That's weird. I gotta. I didn't get all the way to the end of the episode, so... That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, my apologies, Jay. Hey, I still love you. Okay. I love all you right. too. All right. all right. Well, that's all we got for corrections in this week. Um, so. <laughs> this week's a little interesting. Yeah, this week's kind of <laughs> interesting because we decided to pick a couple of uh, witch movies and we were going based entirely off of the descriptions. Yes, because we had not seen either of these movies. Right. I okay. think I, and only one of them we had ever even seen the trailer for, which was Don't Knock Twice. Correct. Um. Turns and, out, and in and in Don't Knock Twice, you know they they talk about a witch, and 
and it kind of makes it look like they're dealing with a witch. Sure. And then the in second this, movie, the second movie from uh, which is a Shutter exclusive called the the Witch in the Mirror, the Witch in the, in the window. window. I'm sorry, the Witch in the Window. I'm say, did you watch the wrong movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so it turns so clearly out, about a witch, right? Clearly about a witch. Turns out not so much. Turns out neither of them are really about witches. Neither one of them are about <laughs> witches, uh, which is which is why we <laughs> we have a witch uh, witch themed beer here. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll still go with the witch theme. I, sure. But at the same time, we went with the should I stay or should I go? Because one interesting connection that we made between the two movies is that uh, in both movies, the witches really only ever say like one thing. Mm-hmm. One of them says "stay" mm-hmm. whenever she's whenever she's confronting stay. somebody. Stay. And the other one says "run." Run. Run. <laughs> so should I stay or should I go? And that's uh, that's just our loose connection for those two <laughs> movies because we we kind of realized that we had uh, shit the bed on this one. And we're, and we're wasting a good a good beer with the name of the word <laughs> "witch" actually in the title. So if we ever do another witch episode, <laughs> we're fucked. Yes, from South Lyon, Michigan. Hey, yeah, I I didn't know that was local. Uh, this is Witch's Hat Brewing Company, and this is called Train Hopper. Train Hopper India Pale Ale, our flagship beer. Train Hopper is a runaway train of hop flavor and aroma. Every beer we make is a true representation of the passion and drive we have as brewers to perfect our craft and push every boundary. They they misspelled boundary. Did they really? Yeah, they spelled it B-O-U-N-D-R-Y. It's not how you spell boundary. <laughs> all while remembering our roots. It's that local Michigan schooling, right? Boundary. They probably went to school in Bad Axe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> they, they failed me. They didn't too, spell lion right either. In all fairness, they didn't spell what? Lion right either. Lion. They're in South Lion, right? Oh, oh yeah, they spelled it L Y O N. Idiots. <laughs> um, but they but they spelled Lafayette right. <laughs> Lafayette. All right. Uh, where I lost my spot here. Every boundary, all while remembering our roots and honoring the traditions of those who came before us. <laughs> so, so many cum jokes uh, today. We're, f- we're five people. Oh, I should we probably are. get this beer out. Oh, yeah, so like I said, hopefully uh, we'll have to not do another witch episode for a long time and hope we find something else because there's not too many beers that have witches in them or to do with them. We could always drink that uh, terrible witches brew stuff from... From Leland, is yeah. that from Leland on Cellars? Oh, the, that, the wine, that spiced mm. wine. Yeah, it's uh, do it's you have not a, good. Do you have an opener? Like I like, uh, like I like mulled wine, spiced wine, you know. But it's that stuff, the like the pre-bottled stuff is not yeah. that good. Yeah. Just to uh, butt in real quick to avoid any uh, lookups for corrections. Sure. Boundary B O U N D R Y, according to the dictionary at definitions.net, we couldn't find a, de- a direct definition of the term boundary. So there you go. It's not a real so word. It's not a real so, word. So they really did misspell it on their packaging. You think that somebody would catch that? They were probably drunk. Oh, yeah. One of the pitfalls of being a, being a brewery is and if you're, train you're hopping, drunk all the time. If you're train hopping, you're not in school. You aren't learning big words like boundaries. Big fancy words. Big why fancy. Would, and why would they put an A in there anyway? That makes no sense. <laughs> Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> Let's right. try this beer. Cheers, boys. Oh, it's been a while since we've had a good, a good a nice cheers. Glass bottle, yeah. yeah. I guess like frog legs. <laughs> Coming from the vegan, that's just really weird. Um, 
tastes like a pretty uh, standard IPA. Nothing real. Nothing real good about it either, though. It's not that it's bad, but there's nothing that's just like jumping out at me, being like, "This is good." Right. I agree. Sorry, sorry, Widge's hat. You fucked this one. It's up. like sex with a really average-looking person. <laughs> like it's still sex, so you're enjoying it. But so, so basically, there's just really nothing. So, so basically, anytime anyone has sex with any of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine with more carbonation, I would like this better. It tastes like it might be like a little flat. Mm. I wonder if it's sort a little of. bit old. It could be. It was only this was the last six pack of it there, so it's possible that it was maybe a little old. This is their um, uh, this is their flagship beer, huh? Uh, apparently so. Sell hmm. by September two thousand fifteen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, I don't know. It tastes like beer, but it's not awesome. Well, I'm still gonna uh, drink the heck out of it. A, a rare miss. That's too bad. Yep. Well, well, I guess it kind of goes along with the whole idea that our our episode is completely fucked this week. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of being fucked, the it's six point nine alcohol. Oh yeah, we're getting drunk. <laughs> it's gonna taste really good on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, that's what we're drinking, and that's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, before you jump in the news real quick, I just have to say, after the in the last 10 minutes, I am thoroughly enjoying this beer much more than it was at first. So I got like a double level higher. I got the a, more you drink it, the better it is? I, I think so, yeah. The more, just, you, uh, I think the more I just, you drink, the better you feel? Yeah. Mm. I think I just wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't what I expected at first, but I, I appreciate it a lot more now. Well, yeah, like we said, it's not bad beer. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I like... There was nothing that was jumping out as super good. I took a big couple <laughs> slamming pounds of it. And oh, I was like, so oh big old slamming so he's pound. Getting, eh? He's getting drunk. That's, oh, <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, I see. <laughs> His taste buds are changing a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Remember when I thought it was my, my taste buds changed and I thought I could drink a whole bunch of hot sauce when I was drunk the other day? Oh, week? my God. That was awesome. That was. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were thoroughly hammered and sent uh, your, I, if I'm not mistaken, you sent your girlfriend a snap oh, of you drooling oh, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not uh, talk about that. That was a bad night. No, let's talk about it. We were over let's at... Let's not talk about it. We, I got to tell John... Uh, you gotta, I got to tell, tell Justin. Now, we were over at John's, and John's got his, you know, his big, uh, like, bourbon and whiskey collection and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, we just decided to start getting into that, and uh, we were drinking, and, well, well, and drinking, well, and drinking. Well, wait, 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 you're missing out here. John wanted to have a whiskey tasting, so we were taking... Thanks for the invite, John. <laughs> yeah, we were dick. taking random bottles off of his bar, though, when we were drinking, like, you know, about one finger, probably. Probably. But the thing was this. We were mixing really high content, or high gravity, no, not high gravity, that's beer, high um, volume base, right? Is that, is that, uh, the, the right way of saying it? High octane. High yeah. octane whiskeys. Right. Like really high octane whiskeys. And we are mixing, though, whiskey and scotch tequila, and gin, gin and tequila. Like, and it, beer. And and beer. Like it was a, listen, listen. It was a bad idea from the start. And then Mike decided at the at the very end of the night that the mix he wanted to do was... Uh, you, have you ever seen that, that show on YouTube called um, Hot Ones? I was on that show. Oh, you were on that show we, on on the Buzzkill Buzz podcast. podcast, exactly. 
Well, they have their own uh, like special the blend called the Last Dab, and it's insanely I had insanely that when hot. I was yeah, on that John, show. On this show. <laughs> on the Buzzkill Podcast. <laughs> and Mike decided he was going to take a little chug of it at the end of the night and, and I, about died. I take no responsibility because I remember none of it. Um, like, literally, I blacked out. Uh, I don't know what happened. Like, we were... It wasn't like we were drinking a ton. It wasn't like we were drinking fast. So it's like, or, so it's like I had to have been the mix. Mm. Like I don't know what it was. Like we got to a part of the night and I just turned off. I just he woke up in the morning. And he goes, "Why is my tongue inside out?" I I woke up on that <laughs> My tongue's inside I, out. I woke up on John's couch. No, I did not drive anywhere. Nobody would have let me and think because we have good friends. Uh-huh. Um, but I woke up on John's couch with his cat sitting on my chest, like sitting straight up on my chest just looking at me and purring super loud <laughs> and I woke up and I was like the, f- the fuck am I <laughs> like I had no idea what was going on oh. it was pretty funny well and this is rare I mean, we don't drink the way we used to no, when we God were younger no. so God it's no. uh so that was like two whiskey tastings <laughs> <laughs> and then you guys were out cool Mike oh no I was fine but Mike's just that you've never really been good at mixing though the mixing does get me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a bad idea. It was, and, and we tried to play a game, and you could see just, like, deadness in Mike's eyes, and we're like, yeah, we're just going to put this game away. I remember starting one of the games. I think it was Joking Hazard. Mm. We started playing that. That's all I remember. That's it. The whole rest of the night. You remember getting the other game nothing out? Nothing even came back to me. <laughs> nothing at all. All right. Boom. That was the news. <laughs> now we're on to the tofu. And, uh, uh, yeah, a little sidetrack there. <laughs> What do you got for the news right, this week, Mike? Uh, moral of the story is eat your vegetables, kids. Yeah. That's that's the that's the moral. Okay. Um, speaking of me blacking out and almost dying, uh, rest in peace this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my segues are always, that's beautiful. always good, right? Uh, my, uh, rest in peace this <laughs> rest in peace this week to a guy named Larry Brand. Um, you probably don't know him by name, but you know him as uh, as the screenwriter of one of the greatest horror movies, probably uh to ever exist. Uh, we're talking about Halloween Resurrection. Oh, all right. Uh, it's Larry, Larry Brand uh, was a screenwriter for Halloween Resurrection. Um, now, interestingly enough, you can poke fun at that movie all you want, but he started his career uh, in the trenches. He was uh, an assistant to Orson Welles for a lot of years. Really? Um, he, was also, he also wrote Roger Corman's uh, a very popular movie, uh, Mask of the Red Death, mm-hmm. which is, well, popular now, I suppose, more. But uh, he did a bunch of other Corman movies. Well, uh, he didn't write Mask of the Red Death. Well, the adaptation. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he ended up passing away this week at the age of 69. Oh. So not sure not sure what of, but uh, yeah. the, the, the report said that he went peacefully, so perhaps he was sick. Yeah, he must something, have been. Something going on. Yeah, that's a bummer. But, uh, yeah, so rest in peace to uh, Larry Brand. All right. Um... I'm going to start this off with a banger. Um, I hate Seattle. You hate Seattle? I hate Seattle. Why? Because Seattle is getting the very first officially branded oh. Evil Dead 2 escape room. Dude. Fuck. So cool. That'd be so awesome. Listen, they're not is it going to be like the, the cabin? Like they're yes, actually building the, the cabin? It's the actual cabin. You oh have 60 minutes to find the Kandarian dagger and kill the Deadites. Oh my That's God. the escape room. That's it so comes, cool. It comes complete with uh, people playing the Deadites, I guess. Mm-hmm. Called, uh, the, it has the working um, deer head on the wall that comes to life. It's got the tape recorder. The whole, it's a complete, like from my understanding, uh, replica of the cabin. Henrietta? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know about Henrietta, but... 
Um, there, it's not open yet. It opens in July of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're in the process of making it. Still, if you go to the website and you follow their newsletter, you can get updates. <clears throat> um, but from what I'm hearing about it, man, like I, I, I'm not kidding you. I want to go to Seattle to just do this. Yeah. Like, let's find a cheap <laughs> Seattle flight and stay for like a weekend, an extended weekend, and like that. That we'll do a vacation this year. Okay. Let's do it. Um, I have family there. So we can stay with my family. Jay, you want to go? Maybe like mid mid May, something like that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you might have a layover. Actually, this could <laughs> work. Seattle. Let's get yeah. a layover to Seattle. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm, actually, I'm actually planning a stop in Seattle. Well, the, our one flight that option that I have to purchase has a layover in Seattle. Does it? Uh, the um, and I'm actually pl- we're planning on making a stop in Seattle afterwards on the uh, the way back to see a friend over there. Oh, so we're trying we're trying to work it into the schedule. This right could now. work. Oh no, because it doesn't open till June. Damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, July. No, it was July. Well, well that's, that's even, even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. You know, come oh, on. Yeah. 30 days <laughs> has September, April, June. That doesn't even answer yeah, the question yeah, we're talking yeah. about. I just wanted to say I'm it. Just so, I'm so upset. that we're, Why would they not bring this to Detroit, though, like where it started? I don't know. We should we should start like a... Um, we should start one of those... Uh, what do you call it? When people sign stuff. A petition? A petition to get this brought to Detroit. Our escape... Because I know escape rooms are pretty popular around here yeah like they're, all, no, they're, they're, they're popping dude. up everywhere are, are they super popular out west though i have no idea yeah i don't know an escape romologist i know well, i don't know these things get on your shit mike sorry um okay it's here um this is sort of exciting uh eli roth is set to make a new movie start shooting in that starts shooting in march of this year the exciting thing about it is that it's being co-written by jeff rendell now you probably don't know Jeff Rendell by name, but Jeff Rendell was the co-writer of a little short film slash trailer called Thanksgiving oh. that was put out with the Grindhouse movies. Mm-hmm. So the theory here is that Eli Roth could finally, 10 years later, be making a proper Thanksgiving movie to that trailer. I think as of today, wasn't it actually confirmed today that... They are. I don't believe not starting production on it. Not that I read. Okay, it's I'll still see if, rumors. I'll see if I can find Maybe, it at the break. Yeah. But I thought I thought that was for sure. But that's very exciting. Yeah, that's very uh, cool. We've I, we we all love that trailer. So it's like hopefully he's still in the right frame of mind to make it. I was the gonna right say way, as long as it keeps that same feel because it was very sort of like uh, like it had sort of a seventies slasher feel to it. Yeah, and I hope he stays with that aesthetic. You know what I mean? Yep. So that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it either way. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Moving on here. Uh, a little bit of Chucky news. Uh, so, if you had to guess, James. Yes. Thinking of the entire Chucky Child's Play franchise, mm-hmm. there is a new working title for the Chucky TV show. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess what it is, what do you think it is? Chucky fucks a ducky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I, I, don't even think quack, I have to guess. Quack. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to do you want me to guess correctly I, I because want, I already know what okay. it is? Yeah, well, this is no fun. Um, so the working title for the new Child's Play TV series is Chucky. Ooh, edgy, <laughs> real, real inventive there, guys. Where did they come up with that? I don't, I don't. Who knows? Um, anyway, uh, except so, it's spelled B U D D I. Oh, that, oh, is that it? Yeah, that's how you pronounce Chucky. Yeah, must be some weird. So he's 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 also uh, AI, and. Uh, <laughs> No, this is the movie. Oh, oh, yeah. Duh. Good. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so uh, Nick and Tosca, uh, who came on, he's the guy that created Channel Zero. He is now developing the show with uh, my, uh, Mancini. Um, he had a little interview this past week, um, and he says that uh, the show will be canon, and it will pick up where 
cult left off. However, at least in that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it will be the the focus will be on new characters and new stories. Um, however, he's saying that the door is left open for Jennifer Tilly and Fiona Dorif to appear, but they are not the focus. Oh. Now, that's interesting because a few months back, Mancini had said that they are continuing the stories from the movies mm-hmm. and that you know we'll get to see more sides of Jennifer Tilly and this and that. So that's a bit of a juxtaposition from what we first heard. Right. Perhaps the perhaps it's shifted and it's changed. Um, I hope not, though, because I, I would love to see those characters at least have minor roles, like every now and then in the series. You well, know? you said that uh, you said he said that there's room for them to well, come in. Right, door open in the future, oh, so they're right. not going to be in it right away. Yeah, uh, it is still expected. Obviously, though, the Brad Dorf will return as the voice. Sure, so that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we'll see we'll see what happens. But I thought that was a little interesting. Like I said, that juxtaposition of the news there. But, Did um, you uh, is is the is the new trailer in your news at all? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Speaking of Chucky, yeah. we got the, uh, we, got the <laughs> <laughs> we finally got a trailer for um, for the new Child's Play movie. I want you to imagine for a second, you're at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. All right, you um, you are blowing up balloons. All right, big balloon, and before you tie it, you're holding the ends of the balloon and you pinch and then you pull. And you know that sound. That that makes. I can't. I, I don't think yeah, I can goes, recreate it. You know that sound it makes. <laughs> that's that's. that's a, <laughs> that was pretty close. Yeah. That's about how I felt about the new Chinese. <laughs> that, that audible sound is is how I felt. It's uh. It's if you, you remember the movie Dumb and Dumber. That balloon sound is about the same thing. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> it's sort of like that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I felt about that trailer. Well, I mean, okay, so a lot of people are saying, so they didn't show Chucky nope. at all. They nope. showed his hand. I mean, we've seen pictures they of Chucky, his... though, so we know what he looks like sure. at least. But... but they showed his hand, they showed his silhouette, but you didn't see any of his movements, and you didn't hear his voice. Which, to me, is the kicker. Right, people are, people are kind of saying, like, the fact that they didn't show that in the first trailer makes makes me think that they know that it's kind of shitty, and so they're they just sort of hiding people, it. Or at least that they know people aren't going to like it. They, like, wanna, they might not think it's shitty, but they know people aren't going to like it. I guess I should have said it that way. They're waiting for people to be in on board, on the, like on board with the story and everything yeah. before yeah. they reveal that, that oh, like that, he's got this new voice that trailer was shit it went over about as well as a wet fart like it just <laughs> no seriously like it was not a good trailer they didn't show anything there was nothing exciting about it there was nothing um revealing about it there was it just it was de- it was a bad trailer for like this I, thing that they've been building for the last i i said know, i said to you as like if it was just a run-of-the-mill just like like slasher trailer it might have been okay, but you know that it's a you know that it's child's play. You know that it's Chucky. It didn't show you anything that you wanted to see, so it just kind of fell yeah, I, totally flat. Yeah, I, you know, one of these days we're actually going to get my YouTube show off the ground that I've been wanting to do for a long time. What trailer trash? Uh, trailer trash, where we <laughs> review trailers mm-hmm. once a week or whatever, just just a quick five minute show or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I've wanted to do that, and we can talk about trailers more in depth. But because uh, we don't really talk about trailers that much on the show, because there's so many of them that get released weekly right um but uh yeah maybe one day we'll do that but yeah god that that trailer sucked yeah i was i Just... was not real enthusiastic about it nope um okay let's see here um this is kind of exciting um halloween five 
Now, behind behind Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 5 is clearly the best in the franchise. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of people do like it, though, just because it's a dumb, it's a dumb slasher entry into an iconic franchise, you know. Um, but apparently, this is one of those movies that um, is known for having a lot cut out of it. This was Curse, right? No. Five? No. Curse <coughs> was six. Oh, yeah. Curse was six. So, five was the beginning. I No, five was the middle movie of... Uh, the trilogy, the what do they call it? The um, there's a name for it that people call it. It's based on that symbol, that symbol on his wrist. Oh or whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, no, or, or no, that was four, five, and six, wasn't it? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> the, the middle, the, the middle of the Halloween franchise to me is not great. However, Halloween five, lots of footage cut out. You're caught up. Yeah. Um, so Compass International and Trancus International Films uh, have partnered, and um, they have uh, a, a Twitter account, a joint Twitter account. And they are sifting through the Halloween vaults to find all of this lost footage. Really? Apparently, they, they posted a picture of pallets worth of reels and old footage and stuff that they're sifting through piece by piece to find all of these like legendary cut pieces from the film. Um, more, more specifically, probably the most famous part of the movie is that there was a whole alternate beginning that was cut from the movie, where at the end of Halloween 4... Uh, Michael Myers, I, I haven't seen it in years. Pardon me, but like, <laughs> I believe he gets he gets pushed into the into the ocean or something like that. Like he's mm. off. Of, I don't know. He ends up in the water somehow because at the I, beginning I think it's a river or the river. Yeah. So at the beginning of Halloween Five, there was a cut sequence where Michael Myers, his body washed up on the shore of a guy named Doctor Death, and Doctor Death is the one who apparently tattoos or something like that the, the symbol, symbol on his wrist. Okay. And, but you never know that stuff because they cut it out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's like a pretty well-known scene that was cut. So they're trying to find all that stuff. Uh, so we could we could get a really awesome secondary cut of uh, Halloween 5. Hmm. Interesting. Not going to make it any better. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just not. But um, pretty awesome. Um, let's see here. Uh, next up, I have uh, Blu-rays. Oh, hello. Actually, I have Blu-rays. Oh, James. Um, here What's we... new on blue? Here we go. The horror comedy, One Cut Above the Dead, uh, showed up on Amazon Prime back in December. Mm -hmm. Uh, It quickly came to light, though, that it was actually an illegal bootleg. So it got pulled down. How would that even happen? How would an illegal bootleg end up on Amazon Prime? Um, Somebody uploads it. I don't. Is that... You can't just randomly upload movies to Amazon Prime, can you? I don't think so. I don't really know know. how it works. They might have had it, like, they might have had it, like, ready to go for when it got released. Right. And somebody just accidentally... It. Right know. on. Well, long story short, that got pulled down pretty quick. So uh, now the film has officially been released by Third Windows Films uh, on what was supposed to be a Region B only release, but um, there was a mistake discovered by a Twitter user named Gaily Dreadful, uh, and the Blu-ray actually works in Region A players. Cool. So he tweeted about it, and then Third Windows saw the tweet and they responded with, um, "We had set this up as a locked Region B." And thought it was so, but checked on a Region A player because of your tweet, and it seems to be region free. Seems to have been an error on our part, which means somebody's probably getting fired. <laughs> or or it was an error, wink, wink, because we know people will import it. You think so? Oh, God. I, I Honestly, yeah. Because it's a rights thing. Like people like like the, the, the reason that certain things are released oh, overseas yeah. and not in the U.S. is because there's different distribution Licensing rights. Licensing and stuff like uh, that. Over there. Arrow does this a lot. Really? They don't advertise it, whether it's one way or the other. They will just put out discs so that are region-free. It's a loophole, basically? It, uh, sort of, yeah. Because hmm. it's not being released over here. Right. 
but you can import. But you can import. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think it was probably done purposely to get more sales. Huh. Well, it, it couldn't. Why they else? Ju- why else they would just, they call attention to it? Couldn't they just? Well, it was a t- it was a Twitter user that did it. Just some yeah, random but, Twitter but, user. But the company didn't have to respond to it. That's true. They would. They, they got way more press because the company responded to it than one little Twitter guy would have. That's true. Couldn't they just do it the way Arrow Arrow does it though, and not even? Or you think that this well with I think Arrow it was intentional with, to with, stir up sales? Yeah, I guess this is a much <laughs> probably smaller company exactly. than Arrow, obviously. So it's it they need the extra press. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, next up is a little update from Scream Factory regarding the recently announced special edition Blu-ray of Night of the Creeps. Uh, they will be partnering once again with the toy company NECA to bring an eight-inch retro-style immortalization of none other than Tom Atkins. <laughs> yeah as Ray Cameron from Night of the Creeps. Uh-huh. So a lot of people are excited about that one. But uh, my buddy Chris already pre-ordered it. Did he? already got his. You know what sucks is that the uh, the slipcover is the new exclusive artwork mm-hmm. that is made for it. However, if you don't get the version with the um, figure, it's the old artwork. You don't get the new, oh, really? uh, the new artwork, which is weird to me. And are, the, are those limited too? Yeah. I'm guessing those are pretty limited edition. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Um, Slaughterhouse Rules, which is uh, the newest Simon Pegg and Nick Frost mm-hmm. uh, movie. It was released in the UK last October, yep. but there's still no, seemingly no release date for the US. Until now. Well, uh, ki- kind of until now. Oh. It's uh, it's currently being... <laughs> I was being... trying to read your face there like you were about <laughs> to say it, and just, it didn't happen. Well, no, it's currently being geared up for a UK exclusive Blu-ray release. Okay. So if you have a region free, free player... I got region please. Region please. I got region please. Oh, God. Ooh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I want region please. Please on my region. <laughs> Those are called crabs. Yeah. Uh, if you have a region free player, then uh, you can get this bad boy on March 11th. Nice. But uh, I it's, it's kind of strange, though. There's no, they're, they're already releasing it on Blu ray in the UK, and there's no US, like not even a US, you can't stream it or anything. Yeah, I wonder if it's because of a distribution thing, not because. Because of a rights issues, but because um, I've been, there was another movie that I just heard about that is being released over uh, in the UK internationally, mm-hmm. but not being released here, and it's because um, they didn't get the distribution deal that they wanted in the states. So instead of of just taking a shit deal for distribution, right. they're basically going to hold out. And I think the hope is that if it does really well internationally, they'll be they'll get a better offer to release it. Um, in the states. Oh, okay. So I almost wonder if there's something like that going on, and I forget the name of the movie that, that I'm referencing here, but um, I wonder if a lot of times that's not the case. Right. You know. Um, so yeah. All right. Uh, next up, hitting hitting the shelves on March 12th is a movie by the name of Piercing. Have you ever heard of it? Uh-uh. It's um, it's a psychological thriller directed by Nicholas Pesci. I don't know if there's any uh, relation to twin brother twin brother <laughs> but uh that's way hitting, better looking uh hitting blu-ray on march 12th it's described as audition-esque okay which makes sense because it's actually based off of a novel by the same name which was written by audition writer uh ryu murakami Ooh, ryu from street fighter yes <laughs> the, the very oh, same Duncan! he took a little after he won the championship he took a little time off to write uh write a book or oh. not write a book write audition him, him and ken are just like like living somewhere on a volcano <laughs> yeah because they're married now oh that's that's how that went is that how that works oh that's how that went i did not know that oh yeah he's dragon fisting the hell out of him <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Rukin! laughs> 
That's awesome. All right, uh, last up. I want to see that anime now. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there, dude. I'm sure it's not hard to find. Um, <clears throat> last up is a movie called The Suckling. You ever heard of it? I've never, I've never heard of this, but uh, I'm still thinking of of my honeymoon with Ryan and Ken. You said the suckling. It's, <laughs> it's just all. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I'm five. Oh. I'm five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Oh boy. All right. Well, <laughs> so the suckling, <laughs> the suckling is coming you out. Can. Uh, um, via vinegar syndrome on March 26th, 2019. Uh, I don't really know too much about this movie. Um, John Squire's over on, uh, Bloody Disgusting. Yeah. He sees stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he discovered it on, he discovered, discovered it randomly on Amazon Prime like a year ago. And he says it's the best worst horror movie that you need to stream. Oh, really? so it sounds like it's right up our alley. And so I mean, next week, the suckling. And look, look at this creature. <laughs> yep, looks awesome. <laughs> looks fantastic. Like so. Oh my god, that kind of looks like my ex-girlfriend, actually. <laughs> Very similar, actually. Yeah. Which one? All of them. Yeah. It's like an amalgam <laughs> of, of all of your ex-girlfriends. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. So that's coming out March 26th, and that's all I've got for blues. In fairness, didn't you date the creature at one point in time? I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, All right. The, the very same. This is actually her high school photo right here. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> We're not being mean. They all wronged us. Okay. Mm. Um, so my last little bit of news here uh, is, is pretty exciting. There's not a whole lot to it, but I find it exciting. Um, I was a really, really that's, big champion. That's actually what your girlfriend says to me about you all the time. <laughs> it's not a lot to them, but I find them exciting. <laughs> Listen, I'll take what I can get, all right? <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Um, so I was a, a big champion of Neil Bloomkamp's Alien 3 mm-hmm. when that was like a thing. Yeah. Um, he has since abandoned the project. Of course. Uh, uh, <clears throat> because of reasons. All kinds of bullshit. Um, however, this is very interesting. Um, a new movie just came out recently called Alita Battle Angel. Oh, this yeah. This is um, Robert Rodriguez's new uh, new film. Christoph. Christoph Waltz is in that I one, I believe right? Christoph yeah. Waltz is in it. Looks pretty uh, cool. Being produced by James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Now, James Cameron has been doing the circuit, talking about it, you know, whatever, and uh, he did an interview, and uh, somehow the somehow the the conversation shifted to the Alien franchise and, and Aliens and a sequel to his, his Aliens movie. Mm-hmm. And um, they mentioned something about Neil Bloomkamp's Alien 3 and how he needs to make a call and get that going or whatever. And James, James Cameron said he needs to make a call. No, the guy said that to James Cameron. Oh, oh, okay. And James Cameron's response was very interesting. It was, "quote, Yeah, I'm working on that." Oh. So, this is this is probably a very long ways off if it ever does happen. Right. But it seems like James Cameron is interested in still making that a reality at some point in time. Right. I know that Bloom Camp has moved on to other projects, so it wouldn't be for a while. Sure. But. Do it while Sigourney Weaver is still alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like, let's come on. Uh, this oh, could, she's still this, tough as nails. This could take fifteen years, though. That is all true, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, no, she's not that old, but like, you know, like, the, do it while they're still young enough to play those roles. Mm-hmm. That's all I ask for. You know well, what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, look at um, Jamie Lee Curtis. She still kicks ass. Sure, sure. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, just do it. In a proper time uh, mm-hmm. time frame, I hope it happens. So that's pretty exciting <clears throat> to me because um, as much as I love David Fincher's Alien Three, it is a it's 
better on its own as an oddity, I think, yeah. rather than part of the franchise. Right, totally. Um, that's just my personal opinion. That is but, also my personal opinion. We have the same personal opinion. You know, there opinion. is a version. I don't know if you've, if you've ever heard of this. There's a version of Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection mm-hmm. that were mashed together into one long movie. Oh, I've heard about <laughs> that before. And it was made in black and white. <clears throat> And it oh, changes the that. entire feel of the movie. Yeah. It's about two hours long. It's fantastic. You've seen actually, it? I have it on my computer. Oh. It's, it's awesome. Um, it's a fa- As a fan edit, it wasn't really obviously released, you know, whatever it was. I think it was on YouTube, or you can download it from the dude's website or something. But, yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So if you're interested in checking that out, it makes Resurrection uh, bearable. Mm-hmm. Which, that movie had parts that were good, but, you know. That whole... Uh... The, the weird like baby face alien thing was just yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird <laughs> so weird <laughs> so weird uh, anyway that's uh that's your news uh, jay do you have a, a weird fact for us a stupid fact of the day you for do. you fine gentlemen and all you listeners out there so did you guys know that on the canadian two dollar bill the oh, flag flying tw- over <laughs> oh <laughs> no yeah, wait, so wait. the coin wait do canadians have paper bills for two dollars so not anymore but it says on the uh, i read oh. on the also the five dollar and the ten dollar canadian bill okay i don't, I don't okay. know the facts behind those but the two is definitely a fact on that uh <clears throat> the, the flag flying over parliament is an american flag <laughs> what that doesn't make any sense no i know who did that <laughs> because if it wasn't trump would bomb them <laughs> What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> Leslie Jones over here gotta make everything a Trump, <laughs> Trump issue. But so there we go. The Canadians accidentally flying the two dollar for uh, the American flag. So they do- <laughs> flying a two dollar <laughs> <two dollar flag. laughs> So they don't have two dollar bills anymore, right? No, yeah, they have the, the loonies and the, uh, loonies and toonies. I'll tell you what, man. When I was over there uh, this past weekend or two weekends ago, mm-hmm. um, when I was exchanging it or whatever, they gave me a whole bunch of coins. I'm like, man, this is Looney Tunes. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, we never hear that one, eh? Yeah. You know the nice part about Canadian changes? You can totally use them in, uh, in, parking, in parking meters. Oh, they here to- in the they, States? They totally take them. Do they? So all of my loose... Uh, Not a toonie, though. Just a quarter, No, no. Right? The quarters and the dimes and then the... Do they have nickels? Yeah, they have Canadian I think nickels. so, yeah. But all of those, they work. Because they don't always work. Like in like in like arcade machines, they don't take Canadian coins. Oh really? They actually know the difference. Yeah. But in uh, parking meters, where I park for work all the time, oh yeah, making good use of my. Uh, well, that's good to know. You're saving like like twenty five percent on your uh, parking there. You go. Where, where do you yeah. have metered parking at? Your, I get food. I'm Oh okay. I, when see. I get food. I have park. Right I think, on, I think right the on. exchange rate. I think last time I ever did an exchange rate, it was like uh, putting in a hundred dollars American. I got mm-hmm. like one twenty five back I or something. Oh, and I really? think that's still about. Yeah, no, it is. So. Yeah, it's about that. I put in. I, I exchanged thirty, and I because I, mean, I only figured I would need it for little like tipping things and whatnot. Right. I exchanged thirty, and I believe I got like thirty-seven back or something like that. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, is that it for us? That's, that's it. it. That's all right. All. Boom! That was the news. Oh, you did it right. I did it right. Yes. Boom! That was your news. <laughs> oh fuck you! Ah <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we're <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break here, and when we come back, we're talking about some bitches. I mean witches. God oh, damn it, Michael! Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, guys. All right, Mike. You know what happens 
if you knock once what happens nothing yeah what, what ha happens if you knock twice what you get a really generic horror movie <laughs> you you die in kind of a boring way yeah yeah okay so uh the two movies we talked about this week as james mentioned earlier are uh, don't knock twice from 2016 and uh, The Witch in the Window, which is from 2018. Um, one of these movies was better than the other, uh, <laughs> and it was not Don't Lock Twice. Uh, so I was looking forward to this movie actually a lot. I'd so heard was of, I. I'd heard about this. Yeah. Um, clearly, you feel the same way about it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I'd heard about it, and I'd heard good things about it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Care Dog James uh, directed it. I didn't know who he was, but he had a sweet fucking name. So uh, I was I'm like, with a, with a name like that. He's like Caradog is might as well be Smuckers. With Car a name like that, it's gotta be good, right? <laughs> right? Caradog. Like what I I wonder Maybe where he's from. Do you know where he's from? Dogville where he carries them. Car <laughs> yeah, we'll That's go with that. <laughs> We're gonna go with that. <laughs> Alright, uh so Don don't knock twice. Uh the synopsis is uh, a mother desperate to reconnect with her troubled daughter becomes embroiled in an urban legend of a demonic witch. Now, I was very excited about this because I love urban legend movies. Yeah. I love good witch movies. I love things with demonic things in them. Yeah. Oh, this this is the makings for a good movie. The trailer was good. The trailer was good. Yeah, um, that's what sold unfortunately, me. Unfortunately, it just it it it's not that great of a movie. I, I not well, that this, it was bad. This, it's kind of like this beer. There wasn't anything overtly bad about it. It just wasn't anything special. Right. Unless you're Justin, maybe you have to drink this movie in a couple times before it <laughs> before it gets better. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I never got my second one I asked for. So. Oh, oh, James. I'm sorry, Jay. Uh, um, yeah. I, well, and it was a little it was a little misleading too because like thanks, man. like you said, I'm also a huge fan of. Uh oh, what just <clears throat> happened? Keys. My oh, cans are gone. Your cans are gone. Can you guys still hear me? I oh, hear you just uh, fine. Uh, uh, you. Hold right on. Adapter. And I'm back. Got a bad adapter. And okay. I'm back. Um. I'm a huge fan of uh, of urban legends yeah. and like folklore and stuff like that. It, that shit scares me because it's when stuff is when stuff is uh, passed down from generation to generation. Like you feel like there's got to be some sort of root in in truth. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. With this, they say that it's an urban legend. They they set it up as though it's folklore <laughs> when they tell you the description of the movie, but it's really not. No, like. Like I think one generation of kids mentioned that they thought this one woman might have been a witch, mm -hmm. and that's it. And I get that they can't. I get that they that they weren't. They had to advertise it the way they did, otherwise they'd be giving away like the twist. Right. I suppose. Uh, by the way, once again, spoilers for these movies. All the spoilers. Yada yada yada. If you're new to it, um, we spoil shit. Get over it. Um, I can I can sum up why this movie was bad in my opinion at least uh, by two words. Do it in one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sackoff. You didn't like her. I don't like Katie Sackoff. I like Katie Sackoff. Uh, I, I I I like her in what was the what's the Oculus? I, no, yeah. what was the other show? What the TV show she's in though? Uh, she in it, she's in one of those like NCIS shows, isn't she? Is she? I don't know. Jay, can you look it up? Yeah. I thought she was. Maybe I'm right. Maybe well, I'm totally she wrong. She was. On this. Well, we just watched. She was in Halloween Resurrection. She was the. Uh, like the the blonde chick who combed her hair with mm. the the dead person brush. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. She was that. I um, just I don't know. Like I just don't. I did not care for her oh, at all. Battlestar Galactica. That's the one. Yeah. That wasn't a police movie or, or police show. I knew it was one of those network shows though. Halloween um, Resurrection. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I I just thought that she was like really unbelievable. Mm. I didn't think that she really invoked much uh emotion in mm -hmm. her character at all she was i mean i get the fact that she's 
playing like a, a ex drug addict or whatever that doesn't know how to respond to her daughter and, right. this and that. Like, I get that. I've just seen it done way better. Yeah. Um, and it kind of took me out of it because like there are certain times where I was expecting a certain thing from her and it wasn't bad that I didn't get what I expected. It's just that I just what I got was a bit lackluster. Right. I think in her performance. Yeah. That's just me though. Um, other people might see it and think differently. You know. Like uh, for- I said. Like we said before, this is not a review show. This is just a discussion. Just discussing Between it. some old Jeps. Just having a little talk about it. <laughs> just getting together let's, and having a little talk. talk. Let's, let's have talk a talk about it. Um, um, no, I, yeah, I, uh, I, it, for me, like, I thought Katie Sackhoff was, um, I thought she was fine. I didn't think that she did a bad job. For me, it was more like holes in the story and stuff like that that really bummed me out as sure. far as, because there, there were well, a they lot. Changed, they changed the rules every like half an hour or so right yeah so it was, it was it was a little bit difficult to to grasp onto what was going on right um quick rundown uh katie sackoff was playing jess that's the the mother the estranged mother yep. uh lucy boynton plays her her daughter chloe yep. who uh in in the beginning it looks like chloe must have been in uh was she yeah halfway how uh, uh, like no, fo- uh, foster, foster home yeah. or something like that so no she, she was basically given up because uh, Jess was addicted to Golden Smacks or Honey Smacks. Yeah, that's pretty much what it just was. Just couldn't get enough of that 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 dig em uh, frog. Dig em frog. <laughs> just give me some of that dig em frog, dog. <laughs> um, and uh, so and and now Katie uh, or Jess is a is a successful sculptor and she lives with her very successful uh, banker husband yep. in this gigantic mansion in the middle of who knows where. Uh, London, I think uh, it was. London, England. It was definitely in England. Yeah, somewhere. it was in England somewhere. Um, well, I think this was. Oh my, God. Uh, my computer keeps is that your computer at, making noise? It keeps yelling at me. Yeah, the volume's turned down too, which is like a good thing. Uh, f- uh, Wales. It was in Wales. Wales. Okay, yeah, yeah. makes sense. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, and so so she basically she's trying to get her to come back. Like she wants to reconnect with her and kind of mm-hmm. get a do over in the in the parenting. Chloe wants nothing to do with it. Right. She basically is like, don't come here anymore. You abandoned me. I don't mm-hmm. want anything to do with you. Yeah. So uh, so, uh, so Chloe and her boyfriend, Ben. Uh, ben is kind of one of those guys that just gets a kick out of kind of scaring her a little bit. Probably a little bit too much. I thought her boyfriend's name was Danny. Oh, yeah, it was Danny. Who the fuck, <laughs> is, who the fuck is Ben? Uh, ben was um, Jess's husband. Oh, that'd be really weird if Chloe was dating Ben then. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Chloe's boyfriend, Danny... Uh, he's he kind of likes to fuck with her a little bit too much, I think, and uh, push push the push the buttons a little bit and take her to this haunted house, basically, mm-hmm. uh, where the urban legend is that there's a witch there, and if you knock twice, then she like comes for your soul, basically, or something like that. Well, and here's where it breaks down even more is because they don't. That, that wasn't a good knock spot. How about this one? Don't knock go. twice, Jay. There we go. It tells you right here to not do that. What do you... Then you have to say my name five times. Michael, 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 Michael. Oh, he just touched you. <laughs> it's very sexual too. <laughs> I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> Michael, 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 Michael. Oh, Michael. Um, Michael, 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 Michael. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so here's where it breaks down even more because it, it just just further that it's not it's not urban legend at all. It it was really just these kids. Yeah. Like because they the story was they believed when they were younger that a witch lived in this house and that she stole their friend uh, Michael. Yeah. Right. 
and they didn't really Michael, have any. Michael, 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 <laughs> Michael, 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 Michael. <laughs> they didn't have any proof. They just thought that it was her, and they were they really believed in it. And then I don't even like. Why did they even come up with this whole I've, don't knock twice thing? No like, one knows. It, it they just, they, they didn't just kind of pulled it. it out of their ass or something. Yeah. And so, uh, Chloe and Danny go back to this. And here's the thing. Like you said, this had all the this had all the fixins and the the mixins for a pretty good movie. Fixins and mixins. This haunted house was creepy as hell. Yeah, no, it was great because it was it was weird. It was like you know how like in, when they're building highways and stuff. Every once in a while, there would be somebody who refuses to sell their land, so they just build the highway like over the yep. over the house. That's essentially what this was. There was there was a, a big expressway off to the right, and then I think like some power lines off to the left, and then you just had this like decrepit, old, weird, skinny, tall house just yep. standing in the middle of it all. And you could and, see a woman up in the window. Yeah, and it was really creepy, and I was like, oh, That's right, what I think both movies have in common. The woman and the witch in the window, right? Yeah. Right. Maybe this is the same movie, Ooh. except for one was done better. Maybe we, should call it, maybe we should call this episodes windows shopping with witches windows shopping with witches <laughs> window shopping with witches i don't know i got nothing <laughs> yeah i like no i like windows shopping with witches <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah that's clever like windows 3.1 <laughs> windows 7 what you talking about so Danny and Chloe go to this house and, you know, in classic dick fashion, he goes up, he's like, I'm going to knock on the door. and Except for he says it in an English accent, which is cooler than what I just said. Way, way cooler. And uh, so he goes up and he knocks. And the what's the rhyme? It's uh, knock once to get her out of bed, knock twice to raise her from the dead. Yeah. How does it sound in uh, in Britain? Uh <laughs> Knock once to get her out of bed. Knock twice to get. I don't know why I suddenly went with like a Beatles. <laughs> no, knock because, once to get her out of bed, mate. Knock <laughs> twice to raise her from the dead. Because Paul is dead. Paul is dead. <laughs> raise him. Knock twice, mate. <laughs> Paul is the witch. Oh no! Oh, we figured it out. There we go. Case closed. All right. Moving so on. this movie is about. This is a documentary about the Beatles. <laughs> Oh boy! Why do, why do people listen to us? I, really I don't know. know. We're so stupid. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, so he goes and knocks uh, to prove that there's nothing to it. It's just a, it's just a stupid story. And then she goes up and knocks to prove her worth to him or something. I, I guess. guess I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then, like almost immediately, he disappears. Like well, he, he. Well, they go back okay. to their homes. So this here's another. Was, here's another thing. The scene was really cool and creepy. Mm, was it? Nah. It, <laughs> okay. Was it? <laughs> the setup to the scene was cool and creepy. Sure. His actual death was stupid. Uh, I hated it. It was so he's in his he's in his place and he hears uh, like this raspy breathing. Like he's 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 asleep and then all of a sudden he hears this raspy breathing or it, something. It's all done over um, a FaceTime thing too through the computer though. Well, no, he's sleeping first. Oh, is he, oh, you're he's, right, you're, he's yeah, asleep. You're right, you're he hears right. this right. like you see something that seems like it's walking down the hallway yeah. toward his yeah. door and then it goes in through his uh, his eye hole on the door. <laughs> and then and then he wakes up to like this wet, raspy breathing and he's like what the hell's going on and then he hears a knock at the door yeah and he goes out and he uh oh b- before you see that in the mirror you see this like this kind of this long yeah. form and before we move on we should mention javier Botet. The, the 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 shining part of this movie is <clears throat> javier Botet. javier Botet played the creature and or Botet. Anytime, any would you say Bartet? Bartet. <laughs> Anytime you see Javier Botet in the credits of a movie, you know at the very least you're going to get a good creature. 
uh, this was probably the worst creature I've ever seen him play. Well, because there wasn't it was much just, to it, in all fairness. That's what I'm saying. It was just, what? I just want to sidebar real quick. Sure, go ahead. We've talked about the real-life Men in Black before. I want to see a real-life Men in Black type movie, not like a Will Smith fucking stupid funny thing, like a like horror a creepy, movie like... about Men in Black mm-hmm. and have Javier Bartet play a human being, though. You just call him Bartet again. I did. God, I don't know why. <laughs> Javier Bartet. Like, I want to see him actually play one of the Men in Black, but mm-hmm. as himself. Mm-hmm. Like with no makeup, but just the long scrawny arms of mm-hmm. a weird looking human being. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that'd be That's awesome. not very nice to call him weird looking. Listen, he works because he's weird looking, okay? <laughs> I, I don't mean that in a bad way. No, 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 no. He's no, an absolutely. interesting looking human being. But like, I, what is, he's got like. Uh, that would be really cool. He's though. got Marfan syndrome or something yeah, like but, that. But so it's, he looks <clears throat> alien. Oh, yeah. That no, would actually I mean, be a really cool role for him to play. Oh, totally. Yeah. All right, sidebar over. Continue. Because he could. Uh, <laughs> did he actually play. Did he in it? There was um, what the hell's the name of that uh that urban legend? The the Slenderman. Slenderman. I don't believe so. Not in that? not in the new one, but there was one called the Tall Man or yes, the, with or the Jessica Slim- Beale. Yeah, did he play? That I don't know. The Tall Man I in that movie? It. I can't remember. We should do a Tall Man Slenderman thing though. That would be cool. Yeah, we'll knuckle bump there. <laughs> if if you if you don't know who Javier Botet is, uh. He was, I mean, he's, Watch Mama. he's been in a ton of movies. He, he was in Mama. He's been in, uh, anytime you see a creature that looks abnormally tall and abnormally thin, like and almost lanky. like, almost like it's physically impossible for them to be that skinny and lanky. It's usually Javier, but uh, yeah, he's, he works a lot. Yeah. He yeah. Lot. He's, he's amazing. He's a Spanish actor. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably my favorite, uh, like creature actor, oh, creature yeah, character yeah. actor him, for him sure. Him and Doug, uh, Doug, Jones, Doug Jones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, uh, we're, we're, where the hell are uh, they, they knock oh, twice. So, yeah. So it knocks twice. Uh, and then you see that like lanky creature in the mirror, but he doesn't see it. And then all of a sudden he walks back into the room and he sees this old lady just in the corner of the room. And I thought that was really creepy. And she just says to him, she says, run. And he's like, what the fuck? And then yeah. he's like, the lights had gone out. So he's like inching his way over toward a light so that he can turn it back on real quick. And then he turns it on. There's nobody there. So then he goes to FaceTime Chloe, and then that's when his death happens. And it's so stupid. Well, I, just... I was watching this this part happen over, and it was cool up until then. But then you have this whole like computer FaceTime like befriended kind of thing coming yeah. on. And you know what it reminded me a lot of was uh, I forget the name of it. What was that video game movie we watched? Um, where people die in the game. Or oh, whatever, yeah. and they come uh, stay back. alive. Stay alive. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of that too. Uh-huh. Like, because it was just a very cheap, uninspired way to do it. Like, yeah. And that was kind of, that's kind of the overarching theme of this entire movie. My first note that I took is this. Uh, this is my note from while, while watching it, what, 20 minutes into the movie. Right. <clears throat> is I like the idea of a simple classic story about a haunted house. And if you knock twice, blah, blah, blah. The execution, though, leaves a lot to be desired. It's just very generic horror fare. Right. That kind of, in a nutshell, describes this entire movie. Yeah, for sure. It's not that it's bad. <clears throat> it's just nothing inspired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's standard jump scare Hollywood horror fare. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. because something completely unnecessary was, um, so after he, cause, uh, Chloe gets up from her computer for a second and then that's when he gets pulled from behind by something and gets killed. Yep. And then she's looking at her screen again and there's just this stupid jump, jump scare. scare where this, 
uh, like this ah! completely black figure like yeah. jumps at the at the computer and, and literally goes ah! and it's like it's like those videos you watch on YouTube where it's like pay attention to this this right. really cool thing happens and then you're watching it and you're watching it now granted those things have scared me more than this movie did oh hell yeah so yeah. what does that tell you yeah definitely um, YouTube for Oscars <laughs> so uh, by so, the way, I'm shocked that hasn't happened yet. There's not an Oscar for YouTube content creator of oh, the year. Oh, dude, it's, just, I am it's shocked just a matter of time. That hasn't happened yet. It's just a matter of time. Don't worry. Fuck you, Simpsons. We beat you to it. <laughs> Calling it right now. <laughs> did you watch that video or something today about Matt Groening be a, being a, uh, a It must have been on everybody's like, feeds or something like that. There's yeah. some pretty weird stuff, like some yeah. pretty weird coincidences in there. Um, if you don't then know, he what makes ta- Futurama almost like rub it in our faces. He's from the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So so I to try and move on. I, yeah. We, sorry. We've sorry. been we've been describing this. I've been describing this one scene for the past ten minutes, and I apologize. But so she gets freaked out. She goes to stay with uh, with Jess and her husband. Yep. And uh, Jess is Jess is a sculptor. There's one other. Um, there's one other character we should mention, uh, which is um, uh, Tira. Tira. Yep. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce her name. Uh, Pune Hajimohamadi. Sure. Hajimohamadi. We're gonna call her Puhe, the terrible actress. We're gonna go there because <laughs> she was awful. Yeah, she was. She was real bad. <laughs> okay, so um, so she she's doing a sculpture of. Jess is doing a sculpture of Tira and her child. Yep. And um, something early on happens in the movie. And I knew at this exact moment, I'm going to spoil the whole movie for you right now, and I apologize. I knew at that exact moment that Tira was behind it all. How? I when, did not, I when did she not put that. When she put the necklace on her? Yeah. Because I was like, that's it's it's weird. It's like very kind of rune, rune stone looking. Oh, hold on. Okay. I guess I should say that tipped me off. And then, uh, it tipped and me then off like, that she was a part of it. That she knew things that maybe we didn't. I looked at her more of a of a good guy character, though. No, not me. Because yeah. about fifteen minutes later, Chloe's like freaking out, and she's got this whole like CSI set up on the on the pool table, and she's looking at all these pictures of oh that scene uh, pissed me off the Baba Yaga, which is this demon that needs a human slave to kind of act as the middleman between the supernatural world and the and the um, the physical world. And in all of the pictures, in the depictions of the Baba Yaga, in every single picture, they show the human slave, and she's wearing the exact same necklace as the one that Tira put on Jess. And I'm like, Uh, well, you just gave away the whole movie. Now I know the ending. Now I know that Tira is going to be the bad guy. I didn't actually catch. I knew that the necklace had significance. I thought that maybe it was to ward off the Baba Yaga. But why would the slave be wearing it in the Baba Yaga photos? No, you're right. And you know what, though? Stupid me didn't put two and two together, so at least, I guess, it got me for a no, bit. That's all right. But, um, no, that scene pissed me off so much. Why? Though. What? Did nothing seem out of place to you in that scene? Um, Where she's got all the, the the pages and stuff all over the pool table? Were they all the same photo? No. <laughs> If you are, if you, if you go to a pool table, yeah, and then you are, you have all of your, all your papers spread out across the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Are you going to start playing a game of pool while your papers are on the table? No, because all the pool balls were on top of her table, on top of her papers, as if a game was in the middle of being played. 
<laughs> Were they really? <laughs> I didn't the notice that. The production designer sucked in this movie. <laughs> well, saying. okay, hold on. In in their defense, here's what I could see happening. If you were like really paperweights, fre- if you were really if you were really freaking out and you were just like not taking the time to clear the table, I could see if the because a lot of people when they have pool tables they'll just leave the balls set up in formation. I could see her running into the room with that stack of papers and just like pushing the balls away and throwing the papers down and then as she's looking around at the other pictures just kind of pushing balls out of the way and letting them roll on top no no you don't see that no i mean me personally i would take the time to push all the balls into the pocket is it that hard to do no no it's not but if you're freaking out if you think you're gonna die in like five minutes then maybe no No. okay i'll (laughs) I'll side with you on this one (laughs) that's stupid um yeah, so and then they so there were some creepy parts. I mean like when you when you just kind of caught little glimpses of the of well there was two very I mean they made it clear pretty early on there's two different characters. You're looking at the character the um Ginger who mm-hmm. is the uh the supposed witch. Yeah. What? I want to cut you off really, 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 really quickly. Sure, Before sure. we start getting into how we usually dissect movies, I want to finish sort of the synopsis here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Long story short, um, uh, uh, blah, blah. Chloe comes to live with Jess, like you said. Um, her Jess's husband leaves on a business trip. He's gone. So it's just the two of them in the house. And Chloe is terrified that the witch is coming after her. And she's and, and, and she tells Jess at one point in time, Jess thinks she's crazy. And as the movie progresses, the, the witch basically is coming to get her. And Jess, little by little, starts to realize that it's true until mm-hmm. they're both entangled in it. And then the climax happens that's basically the last half of and the there's movie. a de- there's a detective that gets involved who yes. was who was involved with uh chloe in her younger years because of something that had happened with her so yeah he's a pretty integral part of the story but sure yeah but that, that's the movie so before right, we get yeah. into more stuff i just wanted people to know that that's where you know this that's where we were at. right so continue with what you're saying um, so yeah, you, you, you basically, you know, you get the sense pretty early on. There's actually two different beings that you're dealing with here. There's the one who looks like a human woman, a ghost. And then there's this one that looks like this giant, like freakish monster or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Sure. Um, so that, that's, that's also another thing that tipped me off to the fact that the, cause the ghost, every, one of the first things that happens is the ghost, uh, of the old woman says to Danny run. Yeah. So run. She, so she was so she was actually trying to help them. Even though she was even though she was in her life, she was the slave to the Baba Yaga. Yeah. She ended up killing herself to relieve herself of that of that uh that task. And now in the afterlife, she is actually serving as sort of a harbinger. Mm-hmm. Like she's telling people to run like that's why she's hanging out she looks creepy when she's walking so, around the house and stuff but she's actually telling people to run away from so this you mean thing. to say she's not a witch but she's actually a ghost and there's a demon behind the whole thing right so not a witch not a witch gotcha okay <laughs> just just checking that off there. i gotta take another drink of my witch's hat here yeah um <laughs> uh here's one thing that i did like about the movie a lot though. Yeah, yeah yeah uh the soundtrack Really, oh, yeah. really good soundtrack. Yeah. Very good use of that classic strings, mm-hmm. like horror movie and score, like, and like weird swells and yes, stuff. I yeah, got a lot yeah. of. Uh, I, um, I don't actually know who composed the music for this. They but did. They did keep the mood going really, really well. Yeah, definitely. With uh, you could call it a mood piece. Oh, mood piece. Haven't used that in a while. <laughs> no. Uh, no, it, but it was though. It was. It was. A, the, the mood was really good in this. It, it set the pace. It, uh, you know, it, it, it kept you at least. 
on edge, not because of the story, but because of the music. And music is very powerful in these mm-hmm. movies. And so it did a good job of sucking you in. Um, one scene that I did like a lot uh, out of the whole thing, though, is uh, where Jess looks out the window and she sees a red scarf uh, wrapped around a statue in the back of her backyard. Mm-hmm. And she goes out, she grabs a knife or whatever, and this is when she's, like, starting to sort of believe that something's sort of weird as a foot. Yeah. She grabs a kitchen knife, and she goes out the side door, walks around to the back, and is walking out there. And the scene is really, really cool. She's walking away from the house, and the house has, like, probably nine super bright floodlights Giant in the back of the house. perimeter lights, yeah. And they're backlighting her, and it's a really, really, really cool like like setup shot. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the I guarantee you, this scene is what the cinematographer was most proud of. Yeah, probably guaranteed. Um, so she's walking away from the house or whatever, and she's backlit by these lights, and the lights just die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like at that point, she's out in the middle of this yard, in the middle of the darkness. There's some weird shit going on, and I, I know from personal experience. That's fucking scary sometimes, yeah. you know. Like, like when you don't know what's going on. Usually, I think it's like it's. I think it's pumas, <laughs> personally. But like, oh, dude, I got to bring something up about pumas real quick. After you finish your thought, and then I'm gonna bring up pumas. Point is, Go she's ahead. out in the middle of this yard, feeling very, very vulnerable. Yeah, and I can totally relate to that feeling. And she has this look of pure. Um, intent on her face at first when the lights are still on and then as like soon as she those still lights, wants to walk toward that statue as soon as to find those out. lights go out though it's like oh fuck i'm out here by myself and, and, like, and it's like it's like she just a tortoise just crawling uh-huh. or a turtle sucking itself into its shell i agree and I, then going back to the house i agree like, i really terrifying. love i i like whether you liked her in the movie or not i really liked that reaction yeah. and especially the way she played the rest of the scene because you wouldn't just like i know i know me personally sorry jay i'll let you get through in a second <laughs> I wouldn't just turn around and walk back to the house. Yeah. Like what she did was exactly what I would do because I've done it before. She kind of walked sideways so that she could look behind her and at the yep. house at the same yep. time. I love that. What's up, Jay? Mike doesn't know anything about the lights going out on him, does he? These <laughs> <laughs> assholes. Uh, we played a little prank on Mike during the break just because we felt like it. Because we're we, assholes. We killed all the lights and then <laughs> hid in the dark and his, <laughs> his eyes didn't uh, adjust and he... Totally. Would you, what were you even doing? You were trying to reach for me. To, I was trying to. You were, tra- oh. you were trying to punch me. <laughs> I was trying to punch you, and I tripped over a chair and ended up on the ground. <laughs> it was classic. It was. Uh, you had to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, there were people listening. Like that. That's not that funny. It, um, yeah, I guess. Me, I guess was. you had to be there. Um, Pumas, real quick. Yes, Did you Pumas. hear about the guy a couple weeks ago that killed one with his bare hands? Yes. How yes. fucking cool is that? Right. What a bad. I've dreamt about that. He so I, did you hear about that this Jay? exact thing? Yes, a, a jogger, jogger, a jogger, a jogger <laughs> killed killed a mountain lion with his bare hands. Choked it. He choked it. He got into like a sleeper hold and choked it to death. I mean that's badass. Like, right? That's a hell of a story. If he doesn't stuff that thing and put it above his bed, oh yeah, knowing that like I fucking killed that thing. Mm-hmm. It'd be great though if he's a dad and like his daughter's like boyfriend comes over for the first time. The fuck showing him his gun rack. Say, <laughs> you see that fucking cougar? I killed it with my bare hands. Choked it. What do you think I'll do to you? Choked <laughs> it like a rag doll, you little prick. <laughs> Good times. Oh boy. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh yeah, so back to the technical movie. Uh you brought up Ginger. Yes. Um I do want to say this. So Ginger Special was played by Javier Javier Botet. <laughs> I right? love that it's credited as Ginger Special. <laughs> Basically lanky ginger was Javier. However, uh the ginger that was like acting more like upright, I suppose, or more facially Just the old the old lady. 
Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Was, yeah, because was, it was two separate people. Like, I think it was actually, it was the, the woman, Ginger, who was the slave, and then the Baba Yaga. Uh, gotcha. You okay. know what I mean? So Javier played the Baba Yaga. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Fucking credits. <laughs> um, the, the person that played Ginger, though, uh, was named Pasquale Wilson. And I love that name. Because Pasquale, I used to work at a party store way back in the day, and we actually had a... What? I think it's a... I think... I don't... I... Oh, it's Pascal. It's Pascal. Yeah. Damn it. But tell us your Pasquale story <sighs> me anyway. Me now. Oh. I have it written down wrong. I put Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to ditch the story? Long story short, I used to work at a place and we had this French chef and his name was Pasquale and he made amazing treats. That's it. That was my story. It always makes me hungry whenever I see that name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, yeah. Anyway, the, the, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Do we need to give away the entire running or not? But uh, no, not really. There were some cool. There were some really cool scenes. There were some really not. Like there was one scene where they take all the doors off of the house. Mm-hmm. Like, literally every door in the house they right. take off. Which Be- first I'm thinking to myself, bitch, people are gonna rob your house blind. <laughs> but secondly, they they go into the backyard and they burn them all right yeah. so that the Bobby Yaga can't get can't get inside because when you close a door, that's basically when it like corners you. Well, also because it needs to knock to and like it needs to, to knock. come in. Sure. So they they're outside. And they're burning. It's them, a very right? polite monster. At least it knocks <laughs> before it comes. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to come in and kill you now. <laughs> so they take all these doors out to the backyard. They let them on fire. Uh-huh. And there's a scene where there's the fire in the background. You have uh, Jess and Chloe in the, in the middle, like and then in the foreground you have a, a fountain. Mm-hmm. Well, the fountain though the water looks like it's on fire. Mm. And when this happened. Uh, uh, Jess was like, like before this happened. Jess was like, "I know what we need to do." And then there's a montage of them removing all the doors. And this do you and think they set themselves on? fire? I thought they set themselves <laughs> on fire because it, look, they're in the middle of a torch. Like, look, they're in the middle of a, a huge fire. I'm like, oh my god, their answer is to kill themselves. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, this took a turn. This movie's only forty minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. Uh, I mean, it, it would make sense because one of the one of the only ways to get to rid yourself of the curse of the Babiaga is to kill yourself. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I guess um, it would and, make and, sense. And as far as the movie ending after forty five minutes, it probably could have because the ending of this movie <laughs> sucked mm. so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those movies where it ends and you're just like, the, wait, that's where it, the fuck? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's there was like there was so for me, like I said, I I had already figured out what the ending was going to be like long before the end, because I'm a genius, you know. But no, you're a genie. F- for anyone who didn't <laughs> figure that, for anyone who didn't figure that out, there was like there was like probably. 15 minutes of expose crammed into the last 30 seconds. Yeah. And there's like three false endings that would have been better endings than the one that we got. What, uh, what were they? Well, the false end. Like, like, uh, it, it, times where they could have ended it, even if even if the story wasn't done, there were times where they could have ended it. Like <clears throat> after they thought they had banished the Bali Baba. Bobby Yaga. Bobby Yaga. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they thought they banished that at one point in time. There's time where the husband comes home. They could have done an ending right there where the husband comes home. They see him and it's like a happy ending or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's multiple yeah. points where they could have <laughs> where they could have ended the movie yeah. and they didn't. And they kept dragging it out until they got to a point where the ending makes no sense and then it's just done. Um, 
What didn't make sense about it? Why am I not? Well, no, it was just bad. Like, like, like it was like it was like they were gearing up for another act. Well, here's here's the thing. Okay, I don't know. so so Ginger, Ginger, it comes to light that she killed herself. She slit her own throat. Yeah. To get rid of the Baba Yaga. Yes. So they never they never said why Tira became the next slave of the Baba Yaga. Nope, that, that was part of it. Because Tira ends up passing it on to um to Jess by putting that necklace on her but they never tell you why tira was the the slave no, to the baba yaga to begin I'm with saying that there's no like, expose the... like it wasn't even a good cliffhanger like, there's a really good time where like, like movies with good cliffhangers it's like they build up they build up they get to the edge of the cliff and they dangle you right mm-hmm. this one is you're walking along a nice path or whatever suddenly there's a cliff and they push you over to be continued like that that's how this movie ended like, uh-huh. it didn't make any sense they did not build to a good cliffhanger ending even though that's what they tried to do well in the ending like you said like the very end shot was just so stupid yeah oh, like real, the, dumb. real dumb like the silhouette of javier botet dressed as that thing is very menacing and spooky yeah but it was the wrong way to end them like with the the door opening and just seeing the silhouette of the thing it's like okay well, well what now I agree. Is it going to come in and because it's only a, because Jess is the only slave, is it going to kill Chloe? Sure. Like, I don't need to know all these answers, but when the movie really wasn't that spectacular to begin with, you're just left with, like, so many questions where yep. it's like, this is dumb. Um, so, final, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, I liked Javier Botet as the creature. I liked the scary house. Uh, I feel like there was some promising moments like the stuff with the statues moving by themselves and stuff which, i thought was kind of cool but which like just proves her <clears throat> stupidity by thinking that her little daughter moved hundreds of pounds of clay in the 30 seconds that she was gone less like 15 seconds like, make any sense. or or that she destroyed her entire studio without her hearing a sound from just outside the door right there, there are parts that just don't make sense <laughs> yeah it's like it's like bitch use your common sense she didn't do this stuff <laughs> I'm sorry. Exactly. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was there was a lot of frustrating stuff, and then yeah. there, and then just the whole um, like the red herring with the the de- the detective, I thought was sloppily done yep. because they kind of make him out to. They make, there's no story behind it. No, they make it out to seem like it was such a loose loose tie-in to to misdirect you to think that maybe he was the kidnapper, and then it just falls so flat. Uh, my 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 final thoughts were, uh, there's that one point in time Chloe it's it's a, her the height of her scariest, quote unquote scariest scenes or whatever, where she's walking through the house she's wearing this tie dye shirt that says bitch don't kill my vibe yeah <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself this is the most like 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 this is the most scariest part of the movie, and the fact that I'm not paying attention to the scenery and I'm reading the words on your shirt you're killing my vibe. <laughs> So it pretty much did the opposite of what the shirt was saying. So um, please, bitch, don't kill my vibe. Well, it did, because I'm more <laughs> paying attention to reading your shirt than I am the movie. Also, um, there's this part where uh, Jess gets arrested. Yeah, I know we left that part out. Yeah. Just watch the movie. She gets arrested, and she steps... Beforehand, though, she steps on uh, a nail. Mm-hmm. or uh, She steps on a board with two nails yeah. straight through her foot. And my, my first thought was, the scariest part of this movie is the fact that she might get tetanus. <laughs> that was the scariest part of this entire movie, was was, was the looming threat of tetanus <laughs> in her foot. 
<laughs> the lockjaw is setting in. But uh, anyway, that's yeah. I mean, that's maybe the rest of the movie was actually just like her, her fucked like up, her, like yeah, her feverish <laughs> like her feverish hallucinations. Could be that was um <clears throat> that was don't knock twice. Uh, I mean, watch it if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna recommend it. Like honestly, on a scale of one to amazing, it was like a meh. Meh. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I. I would, I would, I always say watch everything. Like I, I want everybody to go watch everything and let us know what they thought. But this, but it's free. But you have Netflix. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. Go check it out. Uh, but this isn't a movie that I will rewatch. No. Speaking of, um, well, no, not speaking of movies I didn't like. Let's talk about a movie I did like. Okay. Uh, The Witch in the Window. Mm-hmm. I like this one a lot. Uh, from 2018. This is a Shutter original. So if you don't have Shutter, you should download it for a free month and pay $5 a month after that. Five bucks a month, and they've got a lot of really good movies on here and a lot of Shutter exclusives. That um, are really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, five bucks, it's worth it. Just get five it. Five dollars. Five dollars. Wow. Um, so this movie is directed by Annie Mitten. Um, you, most <clears throat> people probably don't know him. I do. He directed a movie Personally? called... Personally? He called... Um, what? Personally? You know him? He's my doctor. Oh. <laughs> Weird that he moonlights as a, as a director. So Andy Mitten uh, directed a movie called Yellow Brick Road, which oh, did I've he talked really? about before. Okay. Uh, which I liked a lot. Maybe one day we'll talk about it on the show. But um, yeah, so uh, he directed this. The, your synopsis uh, is when Simon brings his 12-year-old son, Finn. Wait, he co-directed it. What do you mean? Co-directed. Oh, was it co? Yeah, Jesse Holland. Oh. Uh, and he also co-wrote it with Jesse Holland. No, I didn't realize that he co-directed it. My apologies. Apparently, I'm a stupid, stupid person. Stupid past. It um, looks like it looks like most of the movies that they've worked on, they work together. on together. Yeah. Fair enough. Yep. Um, okay. So when Simon brings his 12-year-old son Finn to the rural Vermont to help, uh, not the not the rural Vermont. Don't you don't you hate that Vermont. word? Rural. Rural. What a stupid word. You can't say it right. Rural. I was just, I, was, I feel like a rural. Um, <laughs> Vermont to help uh, flip an old farmhouse. They encounter the malicious spirit of spirit of Lydia, a previous owner. Uh, and now with every repair they make, she's getting stronger. They say it right in the synopsis that she's a spirit, not a witch. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This show is not about witches. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another one where it was just like uh, the. Sorry for the. What the? Sorry, Get your sorry for all that. Jeez Louise. It's the witch in my phone that's causing that to go. <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the neighbor, Lewis, is that his name? He mentions in the movie that people thought she was a witch. Yes. So this is a. This, is a sh- th- this episode is about people who Thinking. thought people were witches. And let me say. Uh, witches in movies are, to me, genuinely one of the most terrifying things. Like, there's something so scary about a witch to me. people that are tapped into the dark side of what could be real. Like, it's it's terrifying. Just these old crones, like, like Lords of Salem, I thought the witches in that movie were so spooky. Super, super spooky. Just, like, these freaky, crazy, like, dirty ladies just dancing around a fire in the middle of the woods. Like, I don't know, and I don't know. Witches are freaky. I don't know what it is. I think uh-huh. it's too because because it's rooted in reality too. You know what sure. I mean? Like we watch a lot of weird shit on this show, but witches are. I would never mess with a witch. I, I mean, I believe that there is way more to like the elemental world than than we probably understand. Yeah. And witches seem to be tapping into that, and that mm-hmm. terrifies the shit out of me. Because yeah, if man. I'm right, <clears throat> right. If I'm right, <laughs> um, then then they're they're they they got the ups on me. <laughs> 
It doesn't um, take much to get the ups on you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, so this movie basically um, is about uh, Alex Draper plays a guy named Simon, uh, and he has a son uh, named Finn, played, played by Charlie Tacker. Um, long story short, Finn's a problem child at home. Um, I, mean, I guess a problem child. Apparently he looked at something bad on the internet, which which we'll get into this. I have a whole story about what he actually looked at. But Yeah, not not a problem child. He just seems like he's a normal, curious young boy. Yep. And, and his, in the well, age of the internet, and normal, mother, curious young boys can find some fucked up stuff. His mother, Beverly, played by uh, Arja Barakas. Did I get that name right? Um, Pretty close, right? I mean, it's a weird name. No uh, offense to I thought I thought it was a soft J. Like Aria. Oh, fine. Aria Bacchus, whatever. Aria Baracus. Baracus. She was in um, Deuce Bigelow. Oh, she was really? the chick with one leg in Deuce Bigelow. She was the love interest. Uh, oh my god, no yeah. kidding. Mm -hmm. Did she have two legs in this? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if not, he could have built one for her. But, she um, was also in The Purge. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so, uh, uh, but where was I at? Wow. Oh, my train of thought you here. were just saying who's in... So it was uh, Aria Bacchus. Barakus plays the, the mother of this problem child... Finn, so-called yeah. problem, problem yeah. child, and uh, his dad Simon is taking him to a rural Vermont so, for a few weeks while he flips this house. Yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. Right. Now, the first time that you meet the characters, though, you have uh, Beverly and Simon arguing over their son Finn. Mm -hmm. Basically, they're divorced. It seems like, um, and my my, I, I'm I'd gonna say, read. I'd say separated. He still wears uh, his wedding ring. I okay, so separated. And, and the the first impressions that I get is that she's either a crazy person. Because okay. the way she's acting in the beginning of it, sure. or this movie, like it hits you over the head with a hammer from the far left right away, because she—that's that's she the sense is, I got. She is like it's it's the crazy person that you hear about on the news about how like the world's going to end, everything's going to kill you. Oh my god, mass hysteria, dogs and cats <laughs> living together. Like it's like it's crazy. And then she tops it all off with the old Leslie Jones. Yeah. And what am I supposed to tell him about this president, you know? Yeah, like, that took me out of it right away. Like, shit, I don't like the guy either. But, like, that takes me out of out of the feeling of the movie right away, though, because, like, oh, sweet, so there's an agenda here. Like, yeah, I, well, I, don't, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's an agenda. Like, to me, it's just, like, like when you force dialogue to be too topical in a movie that's not sure. about, like, this movie's not about politics, and it's not about mm, the state of our it? nation or anything like that. But was it? I don't know. Was it? It totally was. Oh, was it like was it like covered in symbolism and I oh, just yeah. didn't realize it? Oh yeah. Was it really? Oh yeah. Well, I'm a stupid person. I'm so a, I don't... I'm gonna spell it out for you right now. Okay. So we have what she said, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the movie takes place in Vermont. Rural. In Vermont, you know who's from Vermont? Bernie Sanders. Then you have the whole idea that there's this old hag in power over this house who is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? This whole thing was a Bernie Sanders ad. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you here. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, yeah, I'll jump on board with that. It's the first thing that popped into my head. I actually have it in my notes. And they're in Vermont. This is a damn Bernie Sanders ad. <laughs> That's exactly what I have in my notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um anyway, I just, I just thought that it was I just thought that it was funny. There's there's a lot of like X Files type connections you can make <laughs> to, to to make it fit your own narrative. <laughs> Mike uh Mike currently has a, a giant cork board on his wall with red yarn just connecting Bernie Sanders to the witch in the window to Hillary Rodham Clinton to Pizzagate to <laughs> uh, pizza, I just want pizza I really it's just the, the pizza number that's what it's, that's what it's due um, before we continue James yes um, 
Can you can you hop a train for me? I can. Yeah. That was a really bad one. Woo-hoo. I haven't done. It I don't know. <laughs> if, if, if that train whistle exists. wasn't all the way on the other side of that wall over there, I would have go got that train whistle and blew that thing. You would have yeah. go gotten it. Yeah, I sure. Go gotten that train whistle and I would have blew that. Yeah, thing. sure. Go sure. I guess I'll give you the last train hopper. How was it the last one? When I've only had one. How have you only had one? He had two. You had three. Good lord. I've had one. It's a good night. It's a good you night. Lush. Look at him. He's still gonna drink it. He doesn't you can even... have the other half of this. One. No, I don't want it. I got Bud Light in here. No. <laughs> you have water. Okay. I don't want good. it. <laughs> That's good. You're here to sober up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, let me just say, I love the, uh, I love the the um, uh, the banter between the son and the dad. I yes. feel I feel like they were really well written. You I know agree. What I, mean? I actually I kind of felt connected to this a little bit. Yeah. And in a weird way, it reminded me of my childhood, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Not not that my dad ever flipped houses, however, um, with always kind of been a dream of ours to me, my dad, and my brother, we've always kind of wanted to buy a house and flip it together. Mm-hmm. It'd be a really cool uh, project to do. My my father was a carpenter by trade. He had his own business of of home renovations and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I grew up around learning how to use box saws and how, learning how to use, you know, that measure stuff correctly and all that, you know, building stuff. Yeah. Like, I grew up in that type of household, so I could very, very easily uh, connect to to that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, the part where, you know, like, his dad was kind of different than his mom. Like, his dad would just kind of tell his kid how it was just as a, opposed he's to... Just a, he's just a cool, normal yeah, like, guy who wasn't... He, he didn't... He wasn't interested in sheltering his son from the truths of the world, but at the same time, he admits to him later in the movie that, yeah, I lie to you sometimes. Yeah. Because I have to. Yeah. Because if you knew the truth about and everything, you'd go crazy. how my dad was, yeah. too, growing up. Or whatever. You know, it's like when it would be like one-on-one, it would be like, Mom, don't listen. Yeah. Um, but when we were <laughs> one-on-one, it was like, you know, he would tell me, he'd be like, listen, you know, we're mad at you for this, but this isn't why we're mad at you, it's this. And, you know, he would spell stuff out. You know, he would he would actually speak to me man-to-man a lot. Right. So I, I can totally, like, like I, I love the interaction between this father and son because mm-hmm. the son is not a bad kid. No. He he went on the internet and looked at something he wasn't supposed to. I thought it was porn at first. Yeah. I thought the mother was freaking out about him watching a little anal. Like, ooh, that's, <laughs> that's going to kill you. A little DP. Fuck, we have a golden butthole in our city. Um, a little DVDA. <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, that's what I... I and that's... B- BDSM never killed anyone, Mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, it might have. Um, a little BBC. <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> um... And the dad got that sense too. Yeah, and the like, dad because he, he like, even said to him like later in the movie, he's like, he's like, you know, it's it's normal to want to go and like you know check out girls yeah. and stuff like that. And he's like, Dad, I wasn't looking at that stuff. Yeah. So and his, dad, his dad's even like, uh, he he tries to decorate the kids' room, but it's like all old stuff that was in the storage. And the Toys kids and like, stuff and the like kids that. like, I'm a little old for this. And the guy and the dad's like, all right, fine. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll redo the room. We'll put some booby posters up for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end, he actually does. He does. What oh. a good dad. I hadn't seen it. Kind of touched my heart a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, back to what he was watching though. Turns out Finn had watched the same video as I'm taking it that I watched. Same here. And I know exactly how fucked up that video is. So yep. basically, what they alluded to, and this is also very political in a way, hmm. is yep. that now he basically watched that original beheading video from Al Qaeda. Yeah. Of, um, uh, and I can, I can, I can say with 100% certainty that will fuck up any kid because it fucked up me at like how many years ago was that? 
Um, it was. Oh, it was right after nine eleven, right? No, uh, it was in. Uh, I first so maybe thirteen. I first saw it in two thousand four. No, it was two thousand one. So yeah, so oh three oh four. Yeah, yeah. So I was probably just out of high school at that point. So it's like, yeah, I'm like legally around the adult age, but mm-hmm. like, I had never seen a guy get his head cut off before and yeah. the screaming and the gurgling. Yeah, and it's it's because the way he. I don't is... even like talking about. No. This goes back to what we talked about last week with how you can watch horror movies. And people can get just dismembered in every way, shape, and form when you're fine with it. Yeah. The real test, though, is that you put something real in front of somebody and see how they react. Right. This is exactly what I was talking about. Right. Because that video fucked me up. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see that shit. No. I watched it out of curiosity because I thought that I was man enough to watch. No. It wasn't. I, I wasn't. No. I didn't even feel like I was man enough. Like, it was I a heard, curiosity. I heard about like, it. I read about it. And I was like, oh, God, I really don't want to watch this. But then my curiosity just got too, like, it got the best of me. And I was like, like all right. We always joke about three guys, one hammer. Yeah, we don't. We don't joke about it. We so actually, I have not we watched actually, it. We actually say we should stop talking about <laughs> it because I, I really, I really hate thinking about it. I bring it up for you. But, like, that's your video. Like, this one to that's me. That's not my video. Well, you know what I mean. The, the the beheading video though was mine. Like, yeah. That was the one that fucked me up, yeah. man. And that's I will not watch three guys because mm, yeah. I don't want that in my life. Right. Like, I, I don't need it. Don't want it. Yep. Yeah. Don't recommend it. So this is what the kid watched. So like like I understand why he was fucked up by it, especially at that age. Like well, watching I understand it way younger, why the mom like, I understand why the mom was so upset too. Yeah. Like if I caught my kid looking at boobs on the internet, I'd be like, Come on, dude. <laughs> like I can show you better. At least <laughs> At least, like, clear your search history, you know what I mean? But, like, when your kid starts looking at stuff like that, that's... Because that's the stuff you... I don't know, like, you don't want to... Like, obviously, you don't want your kids to be exposed to sex too early, but... What? But seven? Yeah, seven, eight, whatever. <laughs> but, like, that's the kind of stuff you want to shelter them from forever, forever. Yeah, and you just yeah. can't. And it's... So it's kind of disturbing to think that, like, you know, this kid at 13 years old is watching kids or people be beheaded and stuff like that. Yeah. So so he spends his time with his dad, though, and his dad is actually, like, the, the cool guy. He's just... He wants a relationship with his son. He's desperate for one, and he does everything in his power to do the best job that he can. And, and by all... For all intents and purposes, he does... A really really good job you know he teaches them how to, to work with them he, he's, he's spending time with them he's asking them questions he's being respectful like great dad yeah i love their chemistry in oh movie. yeah it was it was fantastic yeah i did too um so as they're as they're flipping the house um they realize that it's haunted basically there's an old woman that lives in the house mm-hmm. um there's a, a neighbor named lewis who basically is like their a not, not the ahab the uh um, Harbinger. Harbinger, who warns them about the house or whatever, and mm-hmm. he, uh, he's who you heard in the beginning of uh, the episode. Right. Uh, loved his character. Mm-hmm. He's just like a really good dude. Seems like a good neighbor. A really good dude that is just like, you fucked me because you moved into this house. Right. I told you. I warned you. Right. <laughs> I had to do it anyway. Um, and yeah, so that's basically it. It's 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 the dad. It's, it's um, Simon basically just trying to figure out how to deal with the fact that he owns a house that is haunted, yet mm-hmm. his entire fortune basically was put into buying this house. Yeah, he can't. And flipping it right. for the hope that him and his family would move into it and he could repair his marriage. Right. His intention was never to actually flip it. He was trying to fix it up so that he could show it to his wife because she's always wanted to live in a, a, an old country home. So with he's horses hope, right. and the whole deal. So he's yeah. hoping that she'll see this and she'll want to move back with him and sure. they can you know, mend, mend their ties. Um, At one... So... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. no. Well, you you go ahead because I was, was going to get more into the overarching. Well, what I what I like stuff. about it, yeah, this is more I guess in the same way. So stop me if you if you have something before I was. Yeah, like go ahead. Finn, Finn is actually really cool. The kid because 
he's not afraid of things. Mm. Like he actually takes things as they are and understands them mm-hmm. and processes them. Like the hauntings in the house. Like, he understands that there's somebody else there, but he's not afraid of it. The first time that they see the old woman in the chair looking out the window, yeah. they see it together. And that's one of the things that I loved about this oh, movie yeah. is that the, the dad didn't play dumb the entire movie. Yeah, there was never like the parent pre- there was never the the parent being incredulous and like saying, No, yeah. you're just seeing things, kid. Like even they're when, they're experiencing this all even together. Even when he told him there's nothing to worry about, you knew that he knew it was real. Right. Like he wasn't just being a dick. Like he wasn't being that guy that you're yelling at your screen, like, it's right fucking there. Right. Like you saw it, you know. He's not that guy. Um, and that was a very di- different uh, departure from most horror movies because usually the parents are the dumb idiots that just don't see what's going on. Right. He was very in tune with it. Mm-hmm. From the very, very get-go when Lewis was telling him the story, he believed it right then and there. Mm-hmm. You could tell. Like, both both Simon and Finn were like drawn to that story. He was, and they both like believed it. He you was, know? He was, it was almost like he was trying to act skeptical he was trying to act skeptical even though you knew he wasn't and then he because like lewis is telling him the story yeah and you know he's kind of like he's kind of got this look on his face like yeah okay okay whatever but then lewis gets to a point in the story where you think he's gonna stop and then and then uh um simon's like okay go ahead yeah i'm listening i'm listening like i'm taking this in you know he like he wasn't just brushing him off going dude this is bullshit there's no ghost in this house there's no witch that lives sure. here he's being really but cool he's also, about but it. he's also trying to be like oh the kid's an adult he can hear it like, right, he's trying right. to kind of be the cool dad at the same time right well because he knows that and the kid's tough too yeah. like like you said the kid the kid kind of i know that i would have been kid has seen some shit i would have been shit <laughs> and maybe that's the thing like the kid has seen the worst of the worst and now he's no longer afraid of you know ghosties and ghoulies because he's seen the worst possible yeah, thing maybe. that humanity does so you um, know what kids go watch beheading videos <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll harden you up yeah <laughs> You Don't soft little bitches. You need a little hardening up anyway. <laughs> what did you, you call Bluth last year? You know, butter, butter soft you, bitch. You butter soft bitch. Gross. <laughs> um, so, well, first of all, let me bring up the, the, the Magic Eye poster. Did you did you pause and, and see the stuff? I have a really big problem with that Magic Eye poster. Why? So the first time that you see the poster, it says Finn. Yeah. I paused it, did the, uh, yeah, did sure. the eye, same, same here. The second time you see it, it says Lydia. Lydia. There's nothing scarier than the name of a ghost in a Magic Eye poster in, drumroll please, <laughs> Comic Sans font. <laughs> well, it's gotta For be. Fuck's sake. It's gotta be in the same font that Finn was in. What the hell else was it supposed to they be? They literally in? could have put a photo of like her killing somebody. But she didn't fo- kill anybody. Or a photo of the witch. It could have been something. It could have been anything. You can hide a lot in those Magic Eye posters. No, I, Her I, name in Comic Sans is not fucking scary. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, if you had a if you had a Magic Eye poster hanging in your in your room and it said your name, and then one night you where did he get a Magic Eye poster that said his name? By the way, you can get custom made Magic Eye posters. Did he the kind of person that can afford a custom Magic Eye poster? Dude, I bet. No. I bet it's. No. <laughs> Those things were popular in like 1992, and it's now 2019. I'm sure you can probably get one for pretty cheap. Next, you're going to tell me that you can get a custom black light poster. <laughs> <laughs> they got them at Spencer's, bro. Decked out. I, got... I just thought it was lame. I thought that I loved the idea of there being a Magic Eye poster, right? Mm-hmm. I felt though, I felt like they put way too much emphasis on it. They should have put it. They should have framed it in the screen, to where. 
he was still there and you were more paying attention to him, but you would have had to pause it quickly mm-hmm. and then do it to see what was in there. The way that they did it, though, was like they forced you to look at it and and try to decipher what was there. Well, here's the try, thing. I wish they would have hidden it more. Here's the thing, though. Not everybody can do those. So that's kind of the fun thing about it is, like, I, I know people who can't do those at all. Yeah, but the so fact So that's kind that, of the fun thing is, like, people for us, people who can do them, you get a little extra... A little extra something out of the movie. But you knew right away, though, that the witch was going to be the part of the movie. Like It wasn't like it was giving away anything. You know what I'm saying? No, it's just a cool little, it's just a like, cool little I, thing. I would have loved it if, if the ending of the movie was very open-ended and you didn't know whether it was real or not or who did what. You know, If there was like a really, this really ambiguous ending, yet the only way that you can tell is from one shot of the poster early on in the movie, it tells you. That would have been really cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like just be a little more inventive with, with <clears throat> what you're doing. Well, so here's the thing. So, I don't know. I give it a 5 out of 10. Points for, for doing it. The movie or just that part? That part. Just that part. So, here's the thing. Uh, this movie is not about a witch. It is about a ghost. Yes. A not And it's not about a, a, a malevolent ghost either. Nope. She is... Lonely she's a she's kind of a, she's what i got was the sense that the the house is actually sort of the the i don't know like if you want to i don't know if i don't know if you want to call it evil like the, the uh i think the house was alive and the house like, was like the amityville house right except for not quite as you know murdery sinister yeah um because the house was keeping her and when when it finally comes to a head and uh and 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 uh Finn goes back to New York and Simon decides that he needs to you know see this thing through and actually finish the the house and then he finally sits down in the chair and you see that he's sitting next to her her and he looks at her and he says I think I'm ready now yeah. and he says uh well uh where will you go and she she just says free so he it means he's he's now, he's the, now the new uh, I don't know if you want to call it victim or or um, no he's the new inhabitant of the house he's the new inhabitant of the house and she but I he's, didn't, but I he's didn't, not evil though he's I didn't good. why was she evil I don't think she was evil I don't think she was evil I think that she had so she so she she was tethered to the house and she <clears> was lonely basically so they never really explain this they never really get into this but her husband and her son died on the farm like they mm-hmm. fell underneath the hail, hay baler or something and some people uh, thought that maybe she was responsible was the, uh, was the dad throwing the son a hail Mary <laughs> no <laughs> or a bail Mary that's better <laughs> damn it you should have gone with that one first ruined it <laughs> um they never really explain whether or not she was responsible for that, but I got the sense that she was not because I don't really think she was evil. No, I agree. Um, and then I think she just kind of died of loneliness and died of a broken heart, but she couldn't do anything. Like, she couldn't leave the house. The house kind of had her. Well, then tethered. everybody hated her. The kids all labeled her a witch. Right. So she never left the house. So she died in the house, and now the house has her, and she wants to find a new inhabitant so she can go free. So that's that's why every time she confronts them, she yells, stay. She wants them to stay so that she can go free, right? So I don't think that there's really anything... I don't think there's anything evil or sinister about her at all. I think it was just the house. 
And well, in fairness, and, she and never then, she never did anything to them, even when no. they were in the house. Though when they when they first encountered her, she was just sitting in a chair looking out the window. That was it. That's uh, and they saw her so, and they saw her in a mirror. That was it. Like she didn't haunt them. She didn't do anything crazy. So there were some pretty creepy moments leading up to the chair moment when they both saw her. The first time that you ever see her at all is um. Well, I think they show a picture of her in a flashback when Lewis is talking about her, and you see her dead body sitting in the chair in the window. Yes, That's yes. creepy, because her yeah. eyes are open, and she's just staring out the window. But the first time you see her other than that is um, Lewis wakes up at one point, and then he rolls over in bed, and then you see in the mirror by his bed, you just see her feet sitting next to him in a chair, like right by the bed. And then throughout the movie, you see her just like, they'll be working in the barn, and you just see her like walk by the window. Yeah. Well, and, there's and one then part there's where one... It was right where they're talking about the video he watched, and they're 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 loading stuff in the back of the truck or whatever. And you see her, and she's the, 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 what I thought was really cool about this is that the way that this the shot was set up <clears throat> mm-hmm. is you have the the pickup truck on the pickup truck and the and the opening to the garage basically is yeah. on the left hand side of the screen, mm-hmm. and they're walking the pile of rubble is on the right side, uh-huh. and so they're walking from the rubble, and they're lifting it up, and they're putting it in the back of the truck, and they're going back and forth, but. Uh, as they're as they're doing it though, they're talking about you know it's a really serious thought, a really serious scene. Like, well, what did you watch? You know, you know, want to tell me what you saw? Mm-hmm. And you're you're really paid attention to the characters on the left hand side of the middle of the screen. Mm-hmm. However, on the right hand side of the screen, there's a window in the back of it, and you just see her peering through it, mm-hmm. watching them. And I what I thought was brilliant about it is that they didn't put a music cue. Usually in every mm. fucking movie, mm-hmm. they ruin those scenes by putting a music cue mm-hmm. and drawing your attention to it. And I almost didn't see her at first mm. because I was paid, I was paying attention. I was watching those the, the main characters on the screen on the left-hand side, and my, my eyes were kind of focused on them. I almost didn't see her. It wasn't because mm-hmm. out of the corner of my eye, I saw her. And it was a really great setup because that's how you would see things in my opinion, in like real life, right. you know what I'm saying like you're not really paying attention to it, and you see something in your periphery, and you look, yeah. and it's gone, but she was still there. Like, so did you know? It was awesome. Did you notice that they did that? Uh, probably, I don't know, five or six times throughout I the movie. I probably did not notice them all. No, there's so there was a few other ones. Like there was one where um, the son wakes up in the middle of the night because he hears a sound, and so he grabs his he grabs his uh, stuffed animal. Yeah, and I remember he, the scene. Yeah, he walks into his dad when he walks out into the hall she's stand there's an armoire she's standing right behind the armoire looking at him as he's walking down the hallway didn't even see it and then there's and then there's another one effective fucking exactly exactly there because you don't see it and then there's another one where the son uh where simon and finn are standing in the hallway and they're uh they're talking back and forth and you just see them standing in the hallway and then up to the left is a mirror and you can see her standing in the mirror. I did see that one. And then there's the one where this one's pretty obvious where uh, after Finn, after Simon tells Finn that I lie to you sometimes for your own protection, then there's the scene where Simon is up on the roof fixing the skylights and Finn is riding his scooter around in the in that room. Did you see her in that no. one? No. Oh, they No, pa- I didn't even see her. They pan to the left and she's just standing in the doorway from the kitchen watching Finn ride his scooter around. Oh my god. And I, like you said, I like, didn't even like see you it. said it's perfect cuz there's no musical cues at all. It's just she's just there. She's just watching. It's oh my really god. cool. You're, you're you're making me like people can't see me. I'm like kind of all over the place right now because I'm like 
I'm, you're mind blowing me right yeah, now because she, I did not even see that. I and I think there's probably like four, there's like three or four more times where she's good in there. filmmaking. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of filmmaking that that works because when you go back on a second or third viewing, you keep picking <clears throat> up new things. Mm-hmm. So new respect for this movie. And then so what's interesting to me about this movie then is that once so they decide that they're going to go go out to eat because they something just happened like they just experienced something weird so they want to get out of the house. So he tells Finn to go wash up and uh come back down they'll go. And then Finn gets to the top of the stairs and he just goes, "Dad." And and Simon's like, "What?" And he's like, "Dad, you got to come up here." And when Simon walks up, She's just sitting in the chair, looking out the window. This is what talking about. Finn usually wasn't a, even freaked out about usually it. Usually, like, scared, like, yeah, but like not not terribly freaked out about it. Usually, in a scene like this, though, like what happened in that scene has—I don't think I've seen this happen in any other movie. They actually slowly walk up to her. She doesn't disappear. She doesn't yeah. get up and run at them. She still sits in the chair, and they literally they walk up to her and they walk in front of her, and they're standing there looking at this ghost yeah. together, and they get right up to her face. And Finn even takes his camera out on his phone and points it at her, and there's nothing on the camera phone. Yep. And then, I here's the here's That's what all the '80s movies are missing is the camera phone. The camera phone. <laughs> um, here's the thing though, like this this to to me was the turning point in the movie where once she, because she pops up, she pops awake all of a sudden and she runs at them, and she says, "Stay!" And they really, and then like. It's not like they run out of the house and you don't see her after that. She actually, like, as they're getting in the car, she's walking down the front steps of the house, like, following them out the door. And it really humanized her. Like, it made her, like, a very kind of tangible being. Like, she was, it's not like she was this weird, like, ethereal being that just kind of went into mist after they saw her. Like, she just, she's, she's walking around. And so... It kind of went from, to me, like, that's where it stopped being a horror movie and just turned into an interesting story. Sure. It, like, the, well, rest, of the, the rest of the movie, the rest of the movie she wasn't was, scary at all. Yeah, she was. One thing that I didn't get, though, is why did he just surrender to the house? I'm not under, I, I don't know that I understand that. I don't understand his motivation to just surrender and die to the house. I think because he knew that. That was the best way to get his wife to come there, because yeah, he called that. her and he said, he said, um, this is after he puts Finn on a bus and he sends him home, and Finn comes back. He says, I got off the bus we'll, and I we'll, came we'll back. We'll get there. We'll touch on that that's, really that's quick. My favorite scene of the movie. And uh, and he calls her and she says, uh, she says, oh yeah, uh, Finn showed me pictures of the house. It's beautiful. And, and he goes, well, you know, I thought like if you saw it, you would love it. And maybe you'd want to come and stay. And she just says, which is like a heartbreak to him. She says, I think it's really nice that you thought about that. Yeah. And then she just leaves it at that. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not like, there's no mending this marriage. I'm not reali- coming to Vermont. He realizes that in life that's not going to get her so i think there. the only way for him get to that. get okay. her there that's is fair. if he died and she had a reason to come to the house that's fair um let's let's reverse let's touch on that real quick, quick and because, then we gotta yeah um that scene gave me the fucking shivers yeah um we watched uh the ritual yeah uh, a couple weeks ago and that was like one of the first movies in a long time that actually was on the edge of the seat yeah this movie sort of did the same in in a weird way uh, you know, there's a scene like you're talking about where he calls his mom, or, or uh, uh, what's his name? Simon calls. Si- Simon calls 
uh, Beverly to talk about Finn going back home. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's sitting there with Finn. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting in the... Expecting to say, in, hey, sorry, Finn didn't come home. Right. Yet, when he's talking to her, she's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He's in his room. He's, and a little, he's being a little quiet, and but... the look on Simon's face is, like, amazing. Like, like the, his performance, like, uh, uh, Alex Draper's performance in, in this scene mm-hmm. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Because he just has the most confused and then terrified and then just, like, utterly distraught look on, on his face. He mm-hmm. goes through this. He goes through these emotions in a matter of minutes. It's like a 30-second conversation. And because he's sitting next to his son, Finn, yet his wife is telling him that Finn came home on the bus and he's in his room at her house. And he's coming to the realization that his son didn't come home. Meanwhile, Finn, Finn in quotes, is sitting next to him, just like staring straight ahead with like this uh, kind of like this look on his face. Like uh, there was a sneeze coming out. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the French for some reason. Oh, uh, the French. He's just um, kind of looking straight ahead because he knows that. He's looking, yeah, straight ahead. And then at the end of the scene, though, he turns his head and starts smiling at him. Mm-hmm. And it's so creepy. And then, and oh then my God. Simon just looks at him, and then immediately gets, gets up and starts run. running. It and is it's such it, an effective scene, and it's cool because uh, Finn gets up and starts running after him, and then Simon runs through a doorway and turns a corner, and then when he, when Finn runs through the doorway, now all of a sudden he's Lydia again. But then he becomes his wife. Then he becomes Beverly. Yeah, it's it's such a real, it's such a cool sequence. Yeah. And it's 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 at the heart of this whole thing where, like, the the spirit will do anything to get him to stay, mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like it's and it's creepy and it's weird, but it's also sort of nice in a way because like it's literally just trying to get companionship by using. Well, not, using not companionship, well, not compa- but, but like just the, it wanted to be free. Sure. So it's using anything though within its power to right. get him to stay to do that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, like I it's said, not it's not trying to haunt him necessarily. Right. It's not and like I said, to... it's not malevolent. Like it's not being violent malevolent. toward him yeah, or anything yeah. like that. It's it's not it's not trying to hurt him. It's just trying to get him to stay. One weird thing though is like when she says she's going to be free, and then they cut to a scene in New York where you see her walking down the street as a normal person. What was that? That was, I, it. that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, one I thing that I couldn't that. really figure out. Didn't get that at all. So, the end of the movie is sad, but also kind of happy in a way yes. too. Like, yeah, like the was, family's back together again, but not, not in the conventional I mean, sort of, sense. So, so Simon dies, same right. way the old woman did. They find him up in the house. He had like a heart attack or whatever it was. Well, he had a he had a hole in his well, heart he that he heart. was That's taking right. medication for, and I guess he just oh, stopped taking the medication. A hole in his heart. His wife had left him, oh, and he has goodness. a hole in his heart. Mm-hmm. Died mm-hmm. of a broken heart. Wow! Look at that. Uh, they're I guess, so deep. <laughs> well, I guess you could. She died of a broken heart too. Yeah, you know, because her son. I'm just, her, yeah. I'm just saying. Shut up. <clears throat> um, yeah, so he dies of that though, and they go back to the house. Beverly, not Beverly. Beverly. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Beverly and Finn. Go back to the house. Finn's terrified of the house because he knows what happened. Um, but they go in there together regardless. And they realize when they get in there that the house isn't so bad. 
No. It's actually they get like clean a, feeling. They it's, get like a good feeling from it. And Finn's like, I want to stay here. And it's because she's gone. Now his dad is basically there haunting the house for... And, the, and his dad, Ever. before he died, left him a note that said, uh, like, I haven't left the house and yeah. I never will. He put up the booby poster. Put up the booby poster for him. Which we was just set up, reset all of his toys, which right. they very cleanly showed Finn throwing them into a box earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I thought it was cool. Like, it, it, was a, it, was and, a, it was a good ending. And then, like, the very last thing you see is uh, the house throughout the entire movie that was making these really weird sounds, and, like, you'd hear a knocking every once in a while. Yep. And Finn's laying in his bed, and he hears the knocking, and he just kind of reaches up and knocks on the wall and says, I love you, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's kind of it's I, I love nice. it, yeah. Like, it was, a, it was a very Beetlejuice kind of ending. Uh, yeah, sort you of. Because the, the ghosts. The ghosts the are living, living happily, yeah. They're not doing the dancing, but, you know. <laughs> close enough <laughs> yeah i don't know man i i really like this movie um i agree it wasn't without its faults there was a few things that i probably could have brought up that i just decided not to because overall i really liked it yeah i know it was good it, it was it was a it worked yeah it, it even though it wasn't about a witch because why would you name a movie with witch in it be about a witch <laughs> that doesn't make sense but uh but no it was a good movie in and of itself though right. i would highly recommend it you know it seems like all of these streaming sites you know netflix shutter hulu they all all of their original programming, mm-hmm. especially within the genre, yeah, they're all good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It's a weird thing that's happening, but they're really, really good. Yeah, it's because you can make genre films on a on a tight budget and still make them effective. Yeah, you know, what I, I guess mean? so. But uh, I but mean, yeah. that's not the only reason, obviously. But I, that's I'd say that's one of them. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's anyway. uh, that's the witch in the window. It's on Shutter. Get Shutter for five dollars a month and watch all these great movies. Yeah, do it. Just, uh, just do it. We are uh, we are overtime. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. You can find us on all first third. All the way through 99th party streaming sites. 99th that's the party. fringe. It's the French. It's on the dark web. The you can dark find web those. Kind of stuff. It's really crazy. I don't recommend you go there, but we're there. Yeah. All um, right, guys. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. I don't think there's anything else to get to. to. Well, now you're cutting me off. <laughs> now you're cutting me off because you can also find us on Tinder. Ooh. And we, I have something to say about Tinder. Do we have quick. any matches? Um, so I will go through. I, I, I use Tinder about once a week. And um, this is this is the Buzzed Kill podcast. Yes, it's as not a, my own. It is not as my a own. company, so as a podcast yes, on Tinder, we our 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 photo is literally our logo with like <laughs> with the name and James and I running from a a, a monster. Um, it's not literally anything you'd want to fuck by by any means. <laughs> but Unless you want the monster. It's crazy. Well, that's true. <laughs> the monster is pretty hot. But I will go through like every like. Every now and then, when I'm at work, I'll just like literally just like hyper swipe right <laughs> so that we match all these people and hope that they come to our show, right? Um, don't worry, I told my girlfriend about it. She okay, knows. Right. There's no jealousy here. Mm-hmm. The, here's the crazy thing, though. At least fifty percent, I'm not kidding you, of the people that I swipe right on locally mm-hmm. have already matched us. Really? That means I'm not sex. kidding you. No <laughs> sex, Jay. No sex in the champagne room, but. It's really bizarre. I think people are like they they see it on this weird game. They're like, "What's this?" and they swipe left, like or swipe mean, right. Like it's really really weird. Uh, or or chances are people are just doing the exact same thing you're doing and just hyper swiping to the <laughs> right, possibly. Yeah. But um, but it's but we've had we've had a few messages though too though like asking us about the show. Really? Yeah. 
I find that really weird, but I'm going to put it right here. Tinder is a really good way to advertise your <laughs> podcast. Who so, knew? So jump on there. If you got jump a podcast, on jump Do on it. Tinder. Jump on it. All right. Jump All right. On and, it. I, and, I, and I think and I think that will do it for the week. There's nothing else to get <laughs> hey to. Hey, guys. If what you about want, me? If you want to find J-Rodge. You can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording. And also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. I thought you were going to do it live. You just put the recording in there. Oh, again. snap. <laughs> I never made a recording in that. Look at that. Uh, actually, you can tell a difference. You know why? Why? Because when he was doing it the first time, I accidentally tapped my microphone with my beer. Oh. Boom. See? Well, I just the... thought of something. I should, at the end of your Blu-rays, I should be like, boom, that was the blues. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it that was your blues? <laughs> Both. <Ooh. laughs> All right, guys. All right, All right boys. Oh, uh, we didn't do the Wheel of Pizza Death, but... Uh, um, you know what, though? There's a reason for it. I said we were going to do it last week. Yeah. Because uh, we're going like, to come back to it and we revamped it, mm-hmm. which we did. But I have a really good idea for next week oh, that okay. I don't want to put off. So uh, I will let you all find people know before it happens and you can catch up with us. All right. But, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Try to have a good night. <laughs>